0: Do do doo. Hello there, Nerd Talkalypse here, and we're asking you, our lovely listeners, to support our programming by becoming a patron at Patreon.com/slashNerdTalkalypse. For as little as one dollar a month, your contribution will continue to make this show very special for our current listeners and newcomers. For a mere two dollars a month contribution, we will help you promote by plugging your band, YouTube channel, podcast, or any other project you're currently working on, and we'll do this every week for as long as you remain a patron. And finally, we have a limited $5 a month perk that will gain you a spot in the top 5 patron guest list, which means when our show requires a guest, you will be among the 5 people we ask first to be on the show and will be chosen in order. We thank you deeply for your continued loyalty as listeners and hope to put these contributions to good use. Remember, we're not only doing this cuz we love it, but because we love being nerdy and we know you do too. So head over to patreon.com/nerdtalklips now. To make your contributions and enjoy this brand new episode of Nerd Apocalypse Podcast. Hello, nerd enthusiasts! Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the Nerd Apocalypse Podcast. Your hosts, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhall. As always, we're here geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and Film, Star Wars, The Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond... Pokemon, the Walking Dead universe, various anime topics, and most things in between. That's right, guys. Here on this show we express pride in our pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all of the fandoms that you love. You can find every episode of our show at com. Also find our channel at YouTube.com slash podcast. Please reach out to us via email at NerdTalkalypse at gmail.com Twitter at NerdTalkalypse or Facebook.com slash NerdTalkLips. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We'd love some feedback, and it really helps to grow the show and helps other nerds like you to find it. If you're interested in other ways of support, head over to patreon.com slash Nerdtocalypse, where you can indulge in one of our many perks and help grow the show that way. Nerdtocalypse is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network. Please enjoy this week's episode.
1: What's going on, Nerdthusiast? Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the Nerdtocalypse Podcast um
2: my name is lane
1: (laughs) and i'm deej as always we're here um
2: episode 62 is this correct
1: that is correct yep episode 62 62. (laughs)
2: that's crazy
1: crazy it was just crazy
2: not too long ago and we were like it's crazy that we're 50 61 every i think every episode i say, "That's crazy we're on 61 it's crazy we're on 62 (laughs) yeah and now next time i'm gonna say man 63 that's nuts
1: (laughs) hey whatever Either way. I think I think the rule in podcasting, I believe, is if you make it past seven episodes, you're golden. Something like that. Because a lot of podcasts that start don't make it out, and they make it very long. So it's pretty interesting. Well. But anyway, so we are here today to discuss uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. We waited a long time. I remember a year ago sitting at my table in my dining room being like, dude, I can't wait. Well, a year from now, we're going to be watching Spider-Man Homecoming. We were so fucking stoked about it. And we finally saw it, and it's awesome. Um, sorry for the delay on the podcast. You know how life goes. Life sucks. It happens. <clears throat> too fast. But we're going to go ahead and get right into uh, Non-Nerdy Recommends. Yes. Followed by news.
0: It's <laughs> nerdy <laughs>
2: I think we only have one non-nerdy recommend, which I mean you could, could you could classify it as nerdy maybe, but when we mean by nerdy, not we're talking about out of the realm of superhero genre, Power Ranger, you know shit like that, that kind of nerdy. Right. But this one is Kong Skull Island. This movie was fucking amazing. Hell yeah! From beginning to end. I just like I said, it, so far this year, seven months in, my favorite movie of 2017, 100 percent. Yeah, it was pretty. I fucking can't believe good. I say that too. Over Spider Man, over Wonder Woman, over L- what else did we see this year? Um,
1: let me think. Beginning of the year, I don't remember. First movie of the year, Logan. Logan.
2: Yeah, it's still this movie's my favorite.
1: Uh, yeah, Logan was the first pa- nerdy movie of the Rangers year. Power Rangers was this year.
2: It's crazy to think about this year, man. Felt like so long ago we drove out to see Power Rangers. I know, but either way, this movie, man, it's a whole new take on King Kong. It's this guy would, this kong would squash the other king kong from the other movies yeah like this
1: and it sets up this amazing monster universe like crossover yeah dude and it's going to be it's going to be awesome and then and then Godzilla you still got to watch Godzilla but yeah so you get that and Godzilla I can't remember who he fought in the first movie <coughs> and, and
2: that then, flying creature thing right some
1: he fought I think there's two if i remember correctly. Yeah. i got to rewatch that shit maybe i'll watch I it think, with you i
2: think they were on the like on the cave paintings they were looking at or the whatever yeah they were looking at cave paintings of beasts and stuff and I saw the one that looked familiar the one with the wings yeah
1: I think maybe I'll just watch it re-watch it with you because it's good yeah, it's, I it's worth watch checking that. out and then and then that sets up the monster universe I think he's fighting Mothra in the next one and a couple other you know major Godzilla villains and then eventually they're gonna merge into a big crossover of fucking movie monster and mayhem yeah fuck yeah <sighs>
2: I know, man. <laughs> if if any of these movies are half as good as King Kong, as Kong Skull Island was, then sign me up, man. That I mean, people was... bitch about Godzilla 1, but. Well, what do you mean Godzilla? Well, the, what, the newest Godzilla? Yeah, like the, okay. the, yeah. Say the original one, like not the original, but the the one before that was all right.
1: Yeah, you mean the one with Matthew Broderick? Like I don't the... remember. Yeah, I don't know. People the one bitch where at it.
2: the end, there was all the eggs or whatever. Yeah, I think that's right. It was weird. I don't know, but this, I don't know.
1: People bitch about it, but it's, I mean, it, I thought it was fine. It was perfectly serviceable, and it is what it is. And then you got people like Aaron, who's a super fucking Godzilla fan, who thought it was awesome.
2: Yeah, I don't know anybody that likes Godzilla that much.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if if he says that it's awesome, then I'm going to trust it. Like, I, right. I agree that it's awesome. It's just the Brian Cranston lovers who are like, oh, he wasn't in it for very long. I'm like,
2: no shit. It's not a Brian Cranston movie. It's not called Br- fucking Brian Cranston, King of the Lizards or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn straight But Regardless What did they expect
2: He was gonna like Beat up Godzilla
1: Right Like he's (laughs) gonna get huge
2: (laughs) Even that But it is
1: It's very well done It's made by Gareth Edwards He directed it So it's like the same guy who did Rogue One, so he's he's really good at scale, like. Right. And and when you see Godzilla for the first time in that movie, dude, it's like fucking. I was like, holy shit, dude! Like, oh, it's fucking crazy, just like King Kong. Well, yeah, exactly. It's it's just it's insane. Do you think, like,
2: like, based on what you saw in both movies, who do you think's bigger?
1: Oh, I don't know, man. It was hard I'd to have to see cause...
2: Kong in a city to. Yeah, because he was by. But like Kong was like taller than some mountains. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like he was walking past mountains, like looking over mountains, like.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, when he was sitting in the water and he just, like, looked down and was just like, oh, fucking giant squid. Like That was a badass scene. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he just He fucked stuff. that. <laughs> like a fucking
2: noodle, dude.
0: I
1: was like, what the fuck, dude? And the, the rest of the shit on that island, man. Those fucking crazy, dude, those like, demon dog things. lizard things. I don't know what fucking the Fucking right, man. That shit was nuts.
2: Either way, highly recommend this movie. Two fucking thumbs up. I couldn't think of one goddamn thing to complain about in this movie. No. Except Samuel L. Jackson didn't say motherfucker once. Yeah. What the fuck, Samuel Jackson? Somebody else said "fuck" in this movie, I think, but it wasn't him, dude. Even
1: uh, John Goodman was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you don't hear him
2: swear very but often. That, mo- that movie was only PG thirteen, but I swear, I got—I think—I heard a fucker or a fucking probably in this. I just—I can't believe it wasn't from him.
1: I know, but dad, yeah, definitely go check it out.
2: Um, don't want you know we we haven't I, really spoiled a whole lot at all. No, I hate that idea though. Like how like. They went in there, and then Kong took down some helicopters, and then like Samuel Jackson's character was pissed. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like it's like me breaking into your house and you killing me because I was trying to kill you, and then my family seeking revenge. Like I fucking tried to kill you. (laughs) You know, you came to my home. Like, yeah, you you braved
1: an army of people braved a fucking hell of a storm.
2: That was a crazy storm. Like
1: what the fuck? I I would I would have not I would have been like. "Mm." Nope, probably shouldn't go there. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, nah, nope. It's shrouded <laughs> with a vicious storm, like just a hurricane, 360 degrees <laughs> around this island.
1: Like, probably shouldn't go there. But we're gonna figure it
2: out and fucking go there. I'm like, what? Why? When they see the fucking Kong? They're like, oh, and then they just keep flying towards him. <laughs> I would been like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going back out to the storm. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> Crazy. when that tree, that first thing. I'm not gonna ruin anything. But the first t- the first thing attack he does, It's the only thing I'm gonna ruin. Like the guys are like, huh, like they're all happy. Like this one guy's like super happy. They're like blowing up the fucking ground and shit. Yeah, and he looks, and then in his reflection in his glasses, you see like a tree getting bigger. And then you look, and he's like, his smile fucking drifts, and, oh. fucking and then that tree just goes boom, boom right through the helicopter, dude. I was Fuck like, yeah. I loved it. That movie, it wastes the movie wastes zero time
1: getting into some crazy fucking action. Oh god, yes. And it's just fabulous. Just his
2: first appearance right in the beginning of the movie was crazy. Like, I've never, like, Nate was like, something happened. Like, something happened that he was just kind of upset. And he's like, this movie better be amazing. And, like, ten minutes in, he's like, <laughs> mouth gaped. He's like, dude, my mouth hasn't been closed. Like, <laughs> that when they first started fighting with King Kong. Right. He's like, dude, my mouth hasn't been closed this entire time. <laughs> it was just so good, dude. <laughs> I love it, man. He takes down all in them fucking
1: helicopters. Oh, man, I want to watch that movie again. I'd watch it. Fuck yeah.
2: So cool! Oh yeah! All right, <laughs> we better stop talking about.
1: Yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's all right. We've been a solid eight minutes on King Kong, on Kong <laughs> Skull Island. <laughs> i
2: would cover the. Ep- we should cover this fucking movie, man.
1: We should. I'm down with that.
2: But all right, well, we're gonna get on to nerd news. We
1: have no nerdy movies until August. No, I'm sorry, t- t- November. November? Oh yeah, I mean. The the Docket the Docket Lays uh War for the Planet of the Apes, which is I had in here as a PHM was a possible honorable mention. Um Valerian, if we go see Valerian City of a Thousand Planets, we could cover that. Um and then August, September, nothing. October's Kingsman. Oh Kingsman the Golden Circle. So yeah, Kingsman in October oh, and yeah, Stranger man. Things season two, I'll cover that. Well, I don't give a shit about Lane that. Lane doesn't give a shit. I'm covering it. Gayer things as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Uh, and then Thor, November, Justice League, November, and then Star Wars. That's it. That ends the year. There's three movie, three nerdy movies. I can't wait. And then Justice
2: League, dude. I know, dude. Jumanji. I have Jumanji in here. it It does look fucking stupid. Like, I under- Ugh. <laughs> Like they turned it. Like Jumanji was funny, sure, but it was like intense. Mm-hmm. This is like they're just in a video game. Like I don't. I don't, I don't
1: quite understand it. I don't. I don't appreciate it as a uh
2: sequel as a sequel
1: or, or reboot or whatever Nothing. the fuck you want to call it no. it's dumb and i understand why they're doing what they're doing they're trying to appeal to a generation of kids that be like what is a board game
2: i mean it looks funny sure but just don't call it jumanji right you could I, call I, it anything else and yeah. it would be funny like you know but if you're going to call it jumanji bring that motherfucking board game right or something
1: yeah, exactly. I'm not even going to waste time seeing it in theaters or anything, I don't think. Definitely something to stream or Redbox. But anyway, let's go ahead and get right into the news of this episode. It's time for the
2: latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkables.
1: The uh, first thing, the Walking Dead news. Um, it's it's a little bit of a sad, somber note, but the Walking Dead voiceover. Rick star, Grimes
2: is dead. Rick Grimes died. <laughs> no, what's his name? Andrew Lincoln passed away. Oh, wouldn't that suck? Um.
1: Anyway, the uh, Walking Dead voiceover star Randy Shell has sadly passed away in a skydiving accident.
2: Yeah, him and uh, Andrew Lincoln were skydiving together. <laughs> And they, they both met their end. I and mean, he's dead it's, set uh, on it being Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> <That was> a-
1: <laughs> Fake news. No, this, this, but seriously, he, he passed away in a skydiving accident. And you may have heard this man, but if, you, if you've if you seen an episode of The Walking... Or you may have never heard of this man, but if you've seen an episode of The Walking Dead, from the first second to the last second, then you've for sure heard him. He's famously famous for saying previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. He's also announced for Fear of the Walking Dead and probably many other things... Um, rest in peace Randy may your voice live on in every episode of AMC's The Walking Dead Thank- thankfully enough he's had 8 years of saying previously on AMC's The Walking Dead that they can probably use his
2: voice over and over again you only probably have to say it once yeah probably it's always the same I don't yeah, ever he, remember he it probably being probably said it one time ever and that's what it is you <laughs> like you're gonna come in this video every week and say previously on The Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> I mean he probably gets a paycheck every time they use it so he goes, he goes guys this week this week I'm blowing last week out of the water. <laughs> last time.
1: I want to say it with a little bit more finesse. All right. You're up, Lane. Wait. Go ahead. All right, DC Universe news. Uh Gotham star David Mazouz says Batman is coming to Gotham. Mazouz spoke with comicbook.com about a pivotal scene in the show's season 3 finale. So, Season three spoilers for Gotham. All right. If you haven't seen it, then now is a good time to tune out what that means. Moving forward, the forthcoming fourth season of Gotham, um, is according to Mizzou, that moment will have further ramifications in Gotham's upcoming season, which will culminate in Bruce officially adopting the Batman persona. He is quoted saying, Bruce is really taking on the vigilante persona and all the things that go along with that. Um, Revealed whether it be creating yet another persona or a public persona, that's also definitely going to be a major part of Bruce's journey this year, his relationship as this other person. Um, he said, Batman is coming. Absolutely. So fuck. Yeah.
2: That'd be dope.
1: I can't wait to see that. Also somewhere in that article, he also talked about the Joker and, and just shit like that. And Harley Quinn and a whole bunch of crazy stuff. So it looks, it sounds to me like Gotham's getting pretty
2: fucking crazy coming up real soon. Trying to find other stuff that he did, but I can't. On the IMDb, it doesn't even show Walking Dead, so I don't mm. understand. It, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, he
1: probably did a lot of work for AMC.
2: All right. So Deathstroke thing. Yes, sir. Deathstroke confirmed by Stephen M. L. to be returning to season six of Arrow. Um, yeah. Hell yeah! I've seen that. All, I've been seeing that all over the Facebook. All over Facebook.
1: Yeah. Just figured it was something nice to put in here. Yeah. All right, so Wonder Woman has officially crossed 700 million in the worldwide box office, which Jeez. is pretty fucking good. That's crazy. As of July 9th, 2017, its current total was 745,886,191 million worldwide.
2: Or, yeah, did I say that right? No. Whatever it was. <laughs> you said 745,886,191 million. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one hundred and ninety-one <laughs> worldwide. Its domestic total is three hundred sixty-eight million seven hundred eighty-six thousand <laughs> one hundred ninety-one million. But so that's pretty dope. That's yeah. some good numbers from uh, three the quarters DCEU. of a billion dollars. Yeah, they just—I think they just crossed the line. Their three billion-dollar franchise already. BCEU mm-hmm. specifically.
2: What?
1: Like the the. The DC extended universe the movie universe has officially become a 3 billion dollar franchise.
2: Wow. This one's almost a 1 billion by itself. Yeah. Crazy. I can do Justice League? I know, man. I bet that movie fucking kills it. Dude. I
1: yeah. Definitely I definitely numbers. Let's just let's hope that there's no major fucking plot holes and people like it.
2: That's that's what matters most. All right. Uh Matt Reeves teases a Batfleck trilogy. Recently Reeves sat down with Fandango to discuss his work on War for the Planet of the Apes. The director took time during the interview to address the Batman, and Reeves admitted he has thought about doing full arc. When asked if the Batman could start a new Batman trilogy, Reeves said, I have ideas about an arc, but really the important thing is just to start. You have to start with one. Obviously. Reeves' words are echoing a sentiment which many moviegoers are preaching these days. Hollywood's desperate search for franchise material has steamrolled some C-grade films into theaters, and audiences are not impressed. Universal's Dark Universe franchise already planned out future films before its lackluster entrance with The Mummy was about to disappoint. Yeah. Rather than letting a franchise grow organically, some studios are pre-planning series with the vain hope everything works out, and so far, many of these attempts have failed to launch. You know you have to start with a story that begins something, Reeves stressed. I would be lying if I could tell you that The the Arks of Apes was already planned out because it simply wasn't. It's one of those things where that character was so potent and the possibility was embedded from the beginning, but exactly how you've gotten from A to Z is not something that existed.
1: So, hell yeah. So I'm pretty excited at the fact that that Matt Reeves could be doing a Batfleck trilogy, and that's pretty awesome. I have to say. So that brings us to Marvel Universe news. Uh, The last... Sad, somber news. Yeah, a little bit of sad news again. Stanley's wife, Joan Lee, has passed away. Um, our condolences to Stanley and the rest of the family. Now she she was in a movie. She did a cameo with him, I think, in the Avengers. Or so yeah, she was like played that his wife or whatever. They
2: were like hugging.
1: Yeah, can't remember what movie it was. It was, I think, it was Avengers. But okay, are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay, but uh. There was there was a little bit more Marvel news here but all of it was spider-man homecoming related and a lot of it was revealing and, and things like that so I didn't uh, post it in here and I, I attempted to post some of it in the uh, in the actual review itself after we do our spoiler free review
2: Excellent oh, apocalypse
1: okay I knew it was one that I recently saw but. But. okay so that means that we are done with their news and we are going to move straight into our spider-man homecoming review.
0: up, guys? Wait a minute. You guys aren't the real Avengers. I can tell Hulk gives it away. Oh, that was awesome. Does Liz a new top? No, we've seen that before. Never with that skirt. You should probably stop staring before it gets creepy, though. Too
1: late. You guys are losers. So to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Just
2: don't do anything I would do, and definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a little gray area in there, and that's where you operate. Oh. All right. That's not a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you. All right, kid. Good luck out there. I'm feeling rough, I'm feeling rough. Listen, I know school sucks. Peter,
1: you still with us? Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: I know you want to save the world, but. You're not ready yet.
1: You're the Spider Man.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not. This is just a costume. This is from the ceiling.
1: Stay close to the ground and stay out of trouble. Forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. Oh,
2: shit! You've been treating me like a kid all the time. But you are a kid. This is my chance to prove myself.
0: Peter, what is going on with you? I'm really sorry. I'm so busy. I'm slammed. Don't mess with me, because I will kill you and everybody you love.
1: So, based on tradition...
2: So many Easter eggs.
1: I know. We don't have to read them all. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Based on tradition, we are going to do a spoiler-free plot and uh, all that good stuff, and then we will spoil the shit out of it like we always do. Now, here... Let's see. uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, directed by John Watts. Release date, July 7th, 2017. Do you want to read this do you want me to?
2: I don't give a shit. Director John Watts, did you already say that? Yeah. Intro-free spoiler plot. <clears throat> Following the events of Captain America Civil War and thrilled by his experience with the Avengers, young Peter Parker returns home to live with his Aunt May under the watchful eye of mentor Tony Stark and Happy Hogan. Parker temp- Parker starts to embrace his newfound identity as Spider-Man. He also tries to return to his normal daily routine. Uh, well, maybe his daily and also calling fucking happy every second. Right. Uh, distracted by thoughts of proving himself to be more than just a friendly neighborhood superhero, Peter must soon put his powers to the test when the evil vulture emerges to threaten everything that he holds dear.
1: <laughs> All right. So after this, before we get into the actors actors and actresses, I'd like to mention something that I saw. I don't necessarily believe you know this in general, but I'm going to read it anyway. I titled it, Don't Listen to the Clickbait Bullshit. Marvel has basically offered us an explanation... I'm sure you've seen an article somewhere about Spider-Man's continuity being ruined, blah, 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 blah. What well, so, well, was
2: supposedly ruined? I never clicked on it.
1: Um, the timeline. Like, uh, in which things happen, But th- this explains it down here. Um, it says here, according to... Or it says, near the beginning of the film, it states that the modern day events are happening eight years after the events in Marvel's Avengers. Uh, released in 2012... Uh, this led many to believe that the film was set in 2020 and not 2017. However, Marvel's Avengers was set in 2008, as Phase One of the Marvel Cinematic Universe took place during a one-week period of time. That's what they said. This places the movie's timeline and Captain America: Civil War at 2016, the very release, or yeah, the very release of Captain America: Civil War. So um, now I don't remember there ever being a thing where Marvel said like, oh, the Phase One, you know, Hulk, Iron Man, Thor captain america all of that being happening in one week it's time i remember that ever being said anywhere they also never didn't say it that's true that yeah i'm not discrediting it i'm just saying like i can understand where people might you know think that
2: right know. you know i
1: mean they never they never made an announcement so it totally makes sense but according to them this that it is right on it is right on key now it might be like a year off or something like that but
2: who the hell cares?
1: Yeah, uh, people were making it out to be this big fucking thing. They're trying to look for something to make Spider-Man not good. a good movie. Yeah, fuck them. It's bullshit, but fuck you guys. You're here. There's plenty of other people reporting it. Look into it yourself. It's amazing what a simple Google search will do. Right. Instead of reading clickbait. I, clickbait is the most bullshit thing to ever happen to fucking geeks and nerds. Yeah. All right, anyway, let's move moving on. Actors and actresses.
2: All right, we got, well, Tom Holland playing Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Oops, I let go of his identity. My bad.
1: <laughs> uh, RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark and Iron Man.
2: Everybody knows that. He right. said that on the news. John Favreau plays Happy Hogan, John, Tony Stark's bodyguard or driver, whatever, I guess, <laughs> whatever you want to call him.
1: Uh, Zendaya, I don't know what her last name is, but she played a character named Michelle.
2: She, is, she was funny, I guess. She was oh, yeah, she was interesting. Uh, Michael Keaton, Adrian Toomes, or The Vulture? Uh, Marissa Tomei, uh, Aunt, Aunt May Parker. Donald Glover, known, played Aaron Davis. I did some look on who that is.
1: Yes, yeah, that that you can follow that link. We'll follow it later. Um, Jacob battlelone Batalon? I don't even know how to say it, but he played Ned. Ned Leeds.
2: Um, that was his partner, Michael Keaton, Adrian Toombs' partner, right?
1: No, that was uh, Peter's friend.
2: Oh, yeah, Ned, the guy. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Laura Harrier, Liz Allen.
1: Well, it wasn't specifically listed as Liz Allen, but it, she was just called Liz. Yeah, But that's Liz. who it was. It was Liz Allen. Liz. And she- then Tony Revolori was Flash Thompson. So, um... All we can say, I guess, just you know, we can get we can get our rating uh before we get into the whole spoiler thing. If you want, but this movie was great. You know, go go check it out. Definitely worth the watch. I don't want anybody to get spoiled on it because we are literally going to, to break it down but to its core.
2: Well, I mean I definitely recommend it. <laughs> I say that every time. And uh I'll give it a nine.
1: Nine? I think so. I was gonna go. I was gonna go. Mm, I was gonna go more eight. Just be uh, and my my reasons necess- are are necessarily spoil or they are spoilery. Um, I guess we can get into that after um, after you guys watch it, come back and and listen to the episode and find out why. I don't know. Is your your reason for knocking off a point, is it spoilery for the movie?
2: Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's it just a little bit. Of th- I'll give my reason at the end. Okay.
1: Yeah. So you guys come back, um, listen to it for the reasoning and all that good stuff. And as of right now, this has been your official spoiler warning. We're getting into it right now.
2: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: all right. It's been enough time. So... In 2012, Tony Stark and the federal government create a U.S. Department of Damage Control, um, the DOD, DODC, uh, driving, driving salvage company owner Adrian Toombs out of business. Toombs convinces his crew to not surrender the Chitari te- technology already scavenged from the Battle of New York and use it to further a criminal agenda.
2: <clears throat> now, like in the beginning of this movie, he is him, fucking Michael Keaton's character, Toombs. He, I don't know, owns some construction site or some shit. It seemed like I don't really know. Like in the, in the comic books, he's like an engineer or something, and a, you know, shit, like a genius. And this, he's just like a he owns some fucking cleanup crew. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Blue collar worker, yeah. But he, uh, the government just comes in and says, "Hey, we're taking this." And then he goes, "Well, well, we have a contract with with the state." You know, he's like, "My family need, you know, we have families. I have employees, like right." And they like oh, nothing I can do about it. We don't give a shit. We're the government, pretty much, in done. Yeah, so you can understand why that would lead him to
1: just go out of control. Um, anyway, years later, uh, I believe they said eight years? Eight years later, um, following the Avengers' internal dispute uh, being Civil War, Peter Parker resumes his studies after Stark tells him he is not yet ready to become an Avenger. Over the objections of his... Aunt May. Peter quits his school decathlon team in order to spend more time focusing on his Stark Industries internship. He called it, which is a cover for his crime-fighting activities as Spider-Man. So, so yeah, the the beginning of the movie basically uh, starts off. It says, "I filmed by Peter Parker," and he's basically documenting on his cell
2: phone. And it answers that fucking question to that woman that you were arguing with.
1: Yeah, dude, this this lady on Facebook starts arguing with me about on Facebook. I think they said it was like at a delivery. No, it was on it was on a Facebook thread.
2: It's not okay.
1: Well, either way, you told yeah. me you were taking it. Okay, I don't remember what I, I if I said that it was that, that, that wasn't what happened. It was on Facebook. Um, but I I argue with her back and forth for a little bit, and she said that you know it didn't make any sense how Peter would have footage of him ra you know wrapping around Ant Man in Civil War. Um, just shit like that, and I was like, well, it's not unfair to assume that you know pe- that he would. Peter Parker takes pictures of himself all the time, right? And shit like that, and, and she just argued back, and she's like, "Watch the trailer, and then watch Civil War that scene again, and blah." But it doesn't make any sense. There's no scene where he would have walked
2: off and filmed. And I was like, "Why does there have to be that kind of exposition for you to see that?" Yeah, it's like for like it's like she expects to see every time a superhero suits up. You gotta see it happening, yeah. Like, or be super- like, hey, that might not be Ben Affleck in that, or that's not fucking Bruce Wayne in that bad outfit. I didn't see him change into it.
1: Yeah, right. You know, and fucking, you, you just assume shit. You should always expect, even in TV shows and everything, everybody shits, everybody pisses. You never see that shit.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean?
1: So why do you have to see that? So she argued, and then this fucking answered the question was, right away. First fucking scene of Peter Parker he, in the movie. Lane looks over. He goes, "Dude, this answers that." And I was like, "I know, it's great." But interestingly enough, the footage that he was watching in class. That was in the trailer. It was him of Ant Man in the movie. It wasn't that footage. He was watching completely different footage, which is weird. But oh, he yeah. still had, he still was filming during that thing, and it, it's funny. You know, you see, you see minutes before he grabs Captain Shield, he just like see, he's like they're all over there. I'm about to go meet up with them, and he just like runs away, and you see him like grab a shield from behind and like get up and goes, "What's up, everybody?" And that's it. It's, it's just really cool. He, um, I don't know. I don't know what else I'm gonna say. But yeah, think. so
2: that was interesting. He quits everything actually, like de- not just the decathlon, everything he was in every cr- extracurricular activity. You know, and like you said earlier, he's always calling happy. Like when you know, when's my next mission? He goes, I'm ready for real missions, and it's interesting. I like it because he's a boy. Yeah, he's not a Spider Man yet. He's a, a 14, 15 year old boy, so it's cool. You know, he's so learning and shit. So he's not. It's
1: cool. Like, yeah, to see him so young, <laughs> I love it. He's so un, uh, unexperienced. You know, he's only been, I think at the time of Civil War, they said he was Spider-Man for six months, and this is two months after that. So, he's been Spider-Man for eight months, you know, less than a year, which is which is fabulous. It's fabulous to see an inexperienced Peter Parker going at it. Right. You know, eight months is not, you know, you can't season yourself enough in eight months.
2: No. But, all right. So, uh, one night after... But downstairs. I think so. Okay. One night after preventing Tomb's Associates from robbing an ATM, Peter returns to his queen's apartment only for his best friend Ned to discover his secret identity. <laughs> On another night, Peter comes across Tomb's Associates, Schultz, and Bryce Selling. All right. Well, we're going to talk about this for a second. Yeah, it's fine. We saw that. We all see. That was one thing that I hated about the movie was that every fucking awesome scene was seen in the trailer. Just like I was feared about. Yep.
1: This is the, the, the famous scene with the Lego Death Star.
2: Yeah, but before that, he was like, "Oh, you guys aren't the Avengers." Oh like, yeah. But and so th- this is the first sighting of the weapons that yep. they are creating from the Chathori however you say it, uh, technology. Um, and it's like crazy, like ridiculous. Destroyed the building, you know, like amazing. Like they like that cut right through the fucking ATM, like it was nothing, and it was
1: they drag it out with like anti gravity. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really not. It's funny though. Like whenever he was fighting them, and they like. Got him in midair or whatever. He's like, this feels so weird. Well, like, yeah. it,
2: it, I love, I love it because he's so honest. I mean, like, grab, but like, he's like, he's like, he's very, like, like in the new Spider Man game, like, uh, he's used the surroundings a lot. Like, he grabbed the fucking, he webs the, 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 some shelf and smashed a guy with it. And The guy like smashed face into the ground. Oh he, yeah, it's fabulous. But it's fucking. Uh, that's what I like about Spider Man. He Uses all of his. Surroundings. He's like Jackie Chan of superheroes. Like, hell yeah, that's a good
1: way to put it. And Nate was
2: like putting. Like, we were watching that game trailer. He goes, dude, I wouldn't even think to use those things. Like. Right. Like, like, there was in the game trailer, you're, you're fighting, and then, like he, like, he, like, webs the crane and swings it around and knocks some people out. Like, Hell, yeah. Like, it's just cool. Like That well. fucking game trailer is so dope. So, uh, you know, so he discovers his weapons, and he realizes, well, this is not good. This is not normal. So he sneaks into home, and that's when, he, you know, he's crawling on. It's, it's weird because Spider-Man is supposed to be so aware of all things all the time. Yeah. And he, like, crawls up on the ceiling, doesn't even see Ned sitting in his bedroom. Right. And, like, shuts the door and, like, drops off the ceiling. And Ned just sitting there drops his Death Star, like, in the commercial. <laughs> and then he's just like, I'm not Spider-Man. He's like, I just <laughs> fucking saw you <laughs> crawling on the ceiling. Like, th- like, how the fuck are you going to hide that now? And it's like Superman would, like, flies in and lands on something. You watch him do it right in his face. And be like, I ain't a Superman. No, I, ain't f- <laughs> I just watched you fucking fly in here take off a crazy fucking suit that deflates itself
1: off your body pretty much yeah how can you fucking deny that it's funny though and and then and then Ned proceeds to uh, the next few scenes he's literally just asking so many fucking questions
2: can't blame him I would oh, too na-
1: yeah exactly you know can you summon an army
2: of spiders you know can, just crazy no. shit <laughs> it's funny cause that was one thing that was different cause like in the trailer it seemed like he's like can I try on your suit and he's like eh and then like, it shows him trying it, hasn't wearing it, but right. that happened totally differently. Yep. But uh, anyway, uh, on another night, Peter comes across to him to associate Schultz and Bryce selling Chitari weapons at to local gangster Aaron Davis. Now, this was, they were at a party, and Ned wanted Peter to come in as Spider-Man because he, he told everybody that Peter knew Spider-Man, <laughs> little fucker. <laughs> like he might as well just like at least he didn't say who he was spider-man he's like hey, he right. knows him like that's even worse
1: like and yeah. i love uh, i love how everybody nobody believed him in that fucking flash was just like he's like he's like oh i'm sorry i can't go i have a date with black widow
2: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's funny, funny. He, he's still a bully to him but he was also nerdy too like
1: yeah yeah he wasn't like a jock
2: yeah he's just a douche <laughs> it's funny penis parker penis penis parker yeah <laughs> but uh so, but yeah. So then, Peter, he goes out, and he was going to do it. He was going to come into the party of Spider. He, he was like practicing. And goes, hey, hey, guys, I, I, I'm Spider Man. I know Peter or some or some weird shit. He goes, no, nah, this is stupid. Like, and then he sees the uh, explosions or whatever from the weapons, and he goes to investigate and comes across Dooms's associates selling the weapons to Aaron Davis.
1: Uh, but yeah, dude, this scene. I meant to, I meant to talk to you about this in the car. This. Scene addresses something that we that we've talked about before.
2: What
1: about him not being in a city? Yeah, you know, I mean, when he when he try when he goes out in the suburbs and he
2: just slings his web and he's and like, flash it there, and he just like booking <laughs> it across the yard. Just he's like, this <laughs> sucks. See, I feel like he should be faster than that. He's extremely strong. Like, yeah, you know, he should be able to run. He just looked like he was running as fast as a regular person. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, I agree. You know, he ain't flash fast, but he should still be pretty fucking fast. Like, yeah, definitely I mean, if faster. You're that strong, strong enough to catch a bus flying through the sky? Like, right. You're telling me that your leg muscles aren't strong enough to fucking make you fucking boom, boom, boom. Like, you should be fucking booking it, dude. Or strong enough to, to make
1: enough force to push your feet through four layers of bulletproof glass.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, anyway, so he... When he tries to intervene, Peter nearly loses his life at Toombs' hands and is rescued by Stark. Toombs later kills Bryce for jeopardizing the operation, Bryce being the first... Uh, shocker right yes um so in this fight he you know he has that shock thing and right when spider-man show, pulls like comes up he goes hey shoot somebody else because he was about to shoot this aaron davis and he punches him with the shocker glove thing and it f- makes him fly boom he goes what was that <laughs> and they take off and run and that's and then right as he's chasing them fucking tombs comes and grabs him as vulture dude
1: it was crazy yeah dude and they took him up in the sky and that i presume was like a uh like an like an emergency
2: altitude parachute. Like, yeah, parachute like a parachute in a suit. Like it really didn't like, look like Peter activated. It looked like it activated automatically. Yeah. yeah, And he like fell and he like didn't work. He he just like got stuck in it. Yeah, and fell into the water. And then and then when he when Stark
1: comes and rescues him, you know everybody think that's Iron Man's first appearance in the movie, and it's totally just Tony not
2: in the yeah, suit. Yeah, it's not even him. It's fucking. That was my big problem with Iron Man Three, I think, is that most of the time you saw his suit, it wasn't him in it. it I know. Just his suits. Like, it was annoying. You might as well just never be in a suit again, right? <laughs> <I got to laughs> so then he goes back and he like, it's funny because in the scene, they're in the in the workshop or whatever, and his guy, I can't remember what was the guy's name, his assistant, his best friend guy, the guy that was creating all the shit. I can't remember his name. can't remember his name. We'll look it up. But he, uh, he's like, I got this fucking anti, not uh, like the something that you could go to space in or something like that. It, it was. Yeah, high high altitude vacuum seal, I guess, and like what it later did, it was it enabled him to break into a flying airplane because they have these weird they have this weird technology where like they throw it down on something and it creates like like a force field thing, but you can go through it. Like he throws it on top of a on a fucking on a safe, like on, for example, and you can just walk through it. it like separates matter. However, Super Spider Man put it later. He goes, "Oh, it's a matter separator or whatever," but he uh. Picks up a gun, and he like shoots the shocker guy with it, and he just disintegrates into nothing. Just boom. And fucking shoots him with this thing, and he goes, I thought that was the anti-gravity gun. He goes, no, that's over there. <laughs> so he didn't kill this guy on purpose, but. Either way, it was brutal he's as fucked. fuck. So then he like hands the, the glove thing to some black guy and says, you're the new shocker. Okay, thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let's see here. Where are we at? Retrieving a
1: Chitari. Oh, okay. So, retrieving a Chitauri weapon left behind by Bryce, Peter works with Ned to remove the power core, which they aptly named a glowy thing. Yeah. A tracking device leads Schultz to Midtown High School of Science and Technology, but Peter and Ned manage to evade him after planting his own tracking device on Schultz, which is dope. It's like a little tiny spider Mm -hmm. that he threw and crawled up his pants. Um, And learning that it leads to Maryland, Peter rejoins the decathlon team and accompanies them to Washington, D.C. for the Nationals. So, um, okay, yeah, then this brings us right to the, nothing happened in between this, right? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, on the way, on the way there, no, 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 this is after, okay, so, uh, but, I don't know, like they were trying to just, I don't, I
2: don't remember.
1: I don't think anything happens right Mm -hmm. after that. The, The very next scene is listed here. Um, working with Ned, Peter disables the tracker implanted in his Spider-Man suit, and then unlocks all of its secret f- secret features, which was aptly named the Training Wheels Protocol. Uh, he later tries to stop Tombs from stealing weapons from the uh, Department of Damage Control truck, but ends up being overpowered and trapped inside the truck. Okay, so this is the scene that we can talk about. They override the uh, suit thing and they unlock it unlocks all the features, and it's basically adds a ai what to was it on uh,
2: kid mode or training wheels training protocol. wheels protocol yeah
1: and it it unlocks
2: a uh an ai in the suit which is uh like jarvis yes yeah, very much like jarvis funny, That's what, what I, was that jarvis the guy that voiced jarvis is the husband of the woman that voiced super spider-man suit yes yep which is and, crazy he's
1: now he now plays vision really yeah paul bett paul bettany is vision he was jarvis oh Remember in Age of Ultron when they can they converted him? Yeah, but I didn't realize the guy that
2: voiced Jarvis also was now the actor.
1: Yep. Interesting. Same guy. I did not know that. So yeah, and they're and they're married in real life, which is very interesting. So, like, Jennifer Connolly is her name. Uh let's see here. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he ends up being trapped inside the truck eventually, but after after he does this, he goes outside and he, he learns how to work up or starts to learn how to work his new suit. And I believe there was like five hundred and thirty four web combos and some number I don't all know this I mean. crazy shit. And yeah they had taser webs,
2: grenade webs, like bouncing webs, and
1: yeah, all all sorts of stuff and he has this you know there's this weird
2: scene where he's outside this van listening to people. Oh yeah, Instakill was one of them well, because he puts he's like a <clears throat> you want to put like a- advanced combat mode or something. Or something. He's like, yeah, and then it's like instant kill mode on. He like little red eyes. It looked awesome. He's like, no, 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 no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and then he had uh, I can't remember what you want to call it, but it was like uh, where he could listen from far away.
2: Yeah, he just well, just reconnaissance mode.
1: Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then so he was listening to two guys in the car that they were talking about robbing the truck. Yeah, and uh, then eventually it leads to this moment where where you already talked about when they were on top of that truck. Yeah, and we see where they that technology for the first time, where they throw it on top of the
2: truck, and you can go through it.
1: Yeah, and uh, so he he goes in there, and he ends up ultimately trapped inside, which leads him later to the uh, facility, the damage control facility, where he gets locked in there.
2: Yeah, and he does a little bit of practicing. Yes, because while I'm locked in here, I might as well practice, I guess. Like,
1: yeah, and he goes through a whole bunch of stuff, and he ends up talking to he names her Karen, the uh, AI, and he ends up talking to her for a while, and it's a good time. Yeah. And he realized he's only in there for thirty-seven minutes.
2: Yeah, I know that was so funny because he's laying in because like he did, like in the movie white like we saw him he was trying out all these web combinations he was doing this and that he's like laying there he goes oh man how long has it been she goes thirty he's like thirty-seven minutes <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny
1: yeah it's uh, totally a a teenager thing to to do
2: yeah
1: you see a lot of him like you know using the web grenades and making a hammock out of web yeah and it
2: was just cool. Wearing and that yellow jacket that we saw, that was that that was his uh, decathlon, jacket. decathlon jacket, right?
1: Yeah, and then he was like getting advice from Karen about Liz and all sorts of crazy stuff. Anyway, so he gets out of there and he goes, uh, and basically, where does he
2: go right after that? Well, he he gets out, he breaks out, he had he like yeah, ends up right. hacking the lock system to get out
1: yeah you get to see peter parker science there, getting yeah. you know for the first time and
2: that, that that's part of why i gave point like i don't like the fact that his suit was so it almost took away from spider-man for me
1: i agree completely
2: like you know he spider-man is fully capable of doing all the shit that he that he did in this movie without having that fucking ai I don't like it. I don't like it. Right. And it's it, cool, sure, but I don't like that he has it.
1: No, yeah, and it's, it's a big it's a big issue with a lot of people in this movie. You know what I mean? That's why it's not, you know, people don't view it as a perfect Spider-Man movie because of that.
2: And that's probably my one biggest flaw about this movie was that suit. Yeah, and that's, that's mine it's, as well. It's, I, too, I, invas- it's too invasive. I, I don't know. Like, it's too involved. I'm like, and a lot, uh, It makes me think that anyway, I could just wear that suit and do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Right, uh, that's that, but that I mean, that's same with Iron Man, pretty much. Exactly, you know what I mean, kinda to a point. You got to learn how to use it, you know what I mean. But still, anybody could ultimately look at a fucking War Machine. It. He got, he just hopped in that fucking suit and was able to use it. Like, mm-hmm. but that's Iron Man. That's what he is. He was, you know, he created that suit. Spider Man has powers. He should fuck. He doesn't need this shit. Right,
1: and and it's even proved it's proved even later on when Ned picks up one of the web shooters and, and uses it by himself. Like, you yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily need now. You can't crawl on walls and shit. You don't have the strength that Spider-Man has, but you can put the suit on and be like a makeshift Spider-Man superhero without actually having the powers. You know what I mean? So that's uh, interesting.
2: Yeah, that was my biggest problem with the movie was that suit.
1: I have to agree with you on that for sure. But anyway, so this all ends up leading up to the Washington Monument.
2: Yep, the scene we seen where he oh yeah we also found in that all that, that he has wings little web wings. yeah the web wings that's cool uh, which he uses one
1: time in the movie maybe and we don't really see him like fly too far or anything but it's pretty cool but that the one time you see them in the movie is the only and you also saw them in the trailer for that very same scene right but uh yes yeah, so they go to the uh the washington monument after they had won the decathlon that Peter wasn't involved with because in, he was stuck in that truck all day, and then um, there is the oh, where the fuck am I? Where, the Chitari Power Core? The Chitari Power Core is uh, unstable, and Peter tries to get a hold of Ned this entire time to let him know that it's basically a bomb. Right. But you know Ned's not there. It's in his it's in his pocket, and then it's in his backpack.
2: How does he learn that? Because he was watching footage, right? Yeah. Well, he, Karen he recorded told him everything. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so he's like, "Fuck! I gotta get out of here!" Like, um. And then he the,
1: the, basically what happens is that the thing end, ends up exploding while they're on an elevator. Yes. And it causes the uh, security mode. and Oh, all because sc-
2: it went through X ray. Yes. Oh, like, okay. Because like, it can't be around radiation. That's so right. Like, Don't let it go through the X ray. And it did. And they fucking, that thing started to activate. Right. I can't believe they ray didn't see it.
1: Right? Yeah. I can't believe yeah, mm-hmm. the strict security that they should have in DC.
2: Yeah, so he pretty much brought a bomb in there. Right.
1: Uh, anyway, it explodes in the elevator, causing the uh, security measures to be put in place, and, and all, a whole bunch of shit starts happening, and the elevator's going to, you know, plummet down to the bottom. But So Peter has to get in there and save them before this does this, because the entire decathlon team just happens to be also in the elevator,
2: and he doesn't want them to die. It's funny, because the woman they're with is like, don't worry, the security protocols are in full action. And then, like, Catherine? Karen. Karen is like... The the security protocols are not working, and then like she'll be like everything's gonna be okay, and she goes death is imminent, imminent. Like it's just like <laughs> she was, like she was contradicting everything that that security woman right. was saying. Right, and so so Spider Man scales the the Washington Monument all the way to the top. I feel like it took him a long ass time.
1: It did. I mean, the Washington Monument's huge, but yeah, but still,
2: that's Spider Man.
1: Yeah. Um. He, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why he couldn't just web himself up there, like web and pull Fast. and web and pull. Yeah, yeah, I don't
2: know. You can do them, I don't know. I don't he was
1: know. he was scaling the building and he had to get to like the southwest window or something like that, and then the fucking police arrive when he only has like four minutes or a minute and thirty seconds or some crazy
2: yeah. shit
1: number, and they arrive in a helicopter and like stand down. And he's like, no, oh, my friends are in there. You know, they all think it's him that's doing it or something.
2: Because when he can't bust that fucking window because it's yeah four so inch thick, whatever he, bulletproof, whatever.
1: So. He've, Climbs to the tip of the thing he jumps over the helicopter and then swings down underneath it to get enough momentum to fly through the window and ultimately try to save the day, But which he he does. You know what I mean? He gets in there and, and stops the elevator from
2: plummeting, gets everybody out of there, and then he falls with her. Well, he falls with the girl Liz first and then he gets her out.
1: Yeah. And, he's, and then he falls. Right. And as he's falling, Flash Thompson
2: yells down, are you really friends with Peter Parker? Yeah, it was funny. Cause <laughs> he was like, they're
1: very doubtful of it. But... No answer from Peter, and then and then uh, you know everybody, everybody was happy and saves the day, and then uh, Peter shows back up in a regular hoodie.
2: Yep, at the bottom of the thing. So uh, returning to New York City, Peter persuades Dav- Davis to reveal to him his whereabouts. Davis, 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 Aaron Davis, played by fucking what's his uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. He like shoots his, he like webs his hand to the trunk. And you're like stuck there. And he's like shit. And then like this this scene was fucking hilarious, dude. Like because he I was goes, hoping you weren't gonna glaze over it. Put it on. He's like shit, What did they like uh, interrogation interrogation mode? mode. And he goes, "Hey." Like <laughs> like his voice was like super deep. But it was like. A mix of like Christian Bale's Batman and Oliver Queen on air. I love it. He's like, Tell me where they are. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, You know, you're not very good at this. <laughs> he's like, What do you mean? <laughs> like, it was like, it, it was so fucking funny, dude. Like, no. Oh and he gets
1: so pissed at Karen. He's like, He's like, Quit telling me to do shit and having to fucking be embarrassing. It's funny.
2: <laughs> so he ends up just turning off that mode. which And then it's like, It's funny because his voice seems extra young. After that, like, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, Hi, I'm, I'm Peter. I'm Spider-Man. Like it just seemed very the this the contrast was very fucking good. So th- this would be a good time. Did you learn what did you learn about Aaron Davis? He's a superhero named somebody I can't remember what it said. Prowler. Prowler, yes. He's also the uncle of
1: Miles Morales. Yes,
2: Ma- that's right. I read which
1: which is confirmed, his existence is confirmed in this in the MCU now because of this scene.
2: Yes. It has to. Yeah. Well, why would they bring him in? Otherwise, like. Well,
1: yeah, and he said, you know what I mean. He said, you know, I want you to catch these guys too. He goes, I got a, I got a nephew,
2: who's from the city. Yeah, we'll go over a little bit of stuff about Aaron Davis, also known as Prowler. There's been a few Prowlers though. He's not the only Prowler to have existed.
1: Well, that leads to another thing here. This is following. They're following the Spider-Man formula from the Ultimate Universe, Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. And that is the that is the universe in which aaron davis is from
2: right and he's as prowler anyway i don't think i don't think he has any extra actual powers but he's a he's a thief pretty much uh master his abilities are master thief he's highly skilled thief skilled in stealth picking locks escapology evading alarms and cracking safes he has been described as the most dangerous thief in america and he acted out thief fucking uh, snart huh yeah, right. Olympic-level athlete. Has, he has reflexes, agility, and stamina of an Olympic-level acrobat. He is physically very strong and athletic and has great physical endurance. Expert acrobat. Expert martial artist. He looks a bit like a purple Deadpool. Easily defeating his nephew Miles and Scorpion's many henchmen. Expert marksman. Easily shooting many henchmen without aiming. Strength level. Aaron possesses the normal human strength of a man of his age, height, and build who engages in intense regular exercise and is considered an athletic. So he's not like super strong. He's just a strong guy. Mm-hmm. Without his equipment, Aaron is a normal human, is susceptible to physical injury and disease as any other normal human. Okay. Yeah. So he's just an awesome human,
1: right? But yeah, he look his as far as appearance goes, he looks just like a purple Deadpool. Yeah, pretty much. With a weird thing on his head, I'm not really sure. Well, it's oh, like that's a, it's like the a uh, goggles, yeah.
2: Hmm. Night vision goggles and shit, but he's interesting. He's not. I don't, he's not a very huge character, like.
1: No, but that'll be it'll be cool to see if they actually, you know, what the, what they go about using, you know, how they go about using him or something like that. Yeah, dude. Even in this picture here, he doesn't have any ears or anything like that. He just has a purple Deadpool mask. Is what it looks like. That's weird.
2: Interesting. But all right. So yeah, that scene. He had, he gets a scene. He ends up telling him, "I don't know his name. I don't know where he is. But I do know they're meeting tonight somewhere." And so, like he he gets the information, and he like Spider Man goes to leave. He goes, hey 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 hold on a second, get get me out of here, like you know, because he's stuck to that thing. He goes, no, oh, it'll dissolve in two hours. He goes, no hell no. I'm, he's like, it's like you deserve it. You're a criminal, and then like he leaves. But <laughs> that answers the question that the spider webbing does dissolve in two hours. So every time you know when he's flying through cities, it doesn't just stay. it It goes.
1: Right. So. Yeah, that's interesting too. I never really thought about it until. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but now we know that his web dissolves. Uh, uh, yes.
2: So. um, Peter. Returning to New York City, Peter's. Yeah, to the Staten Island Ferry. Now, this uh, ferry is huge. It's pretty much a ship. Yeah. When you think ferry, you think of something kind of small. This thing is monstrous.
1: It held multiple cars, 20 cars, something yeah, like somewhere. that.
2: Yeah, So, uh, Peter captures the group's new buyer, MacGaren, while Toom escapes after a malfunctioning weapon tears. Okay, well, so he goes on the thing, and he's, like, kind of spying on them, looking at them, and he, uh, Karen can, like, identify people. She goes, I've never seen this guy before, this fucking, uh, the guy that plays, uh, Vulture. And so he didn't have any criminal record, I guess, is pretty much what it was, in. uh, he goes and he starts fighting these guys that are on the outside, and Vulture shows up. Gets, you know, they start fighting with fucking Peter again. Right. And this is that... Oh, fuck. I don't remember. But somehow, anyway, like, he was shooting him with that fucking gun. And then somehow, like, Peter fucking, like, Vulture drops the gun. Peter, like, webs it up. Super tough. To the ground. I mean, to the floor of the boat. And then it just fucking... And it cuts the fucking boat in half down the middle long ways. It's crazy. Like on the trailer. Like, again, this is the fucking on the trailer. Yeah. And Spider-Man rushes through, he fucking webs it all up, do do do, tries to web it all up, gets everywhere, gets everywhere, and then Karen's like,
1: you have, she's like, good job, Peter, you're 90, 98% successful. And then it started going, puff,
2: puff, started ripping up. and
1: um, So that and, was when we get that crazy scene where he's up there and he's trying he's to fucking, like, like, it was it's so cool looking, even though we've seen it a million times, I love seeing it.
2: I like it, but I still think Spider-Man 2, when he was stopping that train, tops it.
1: Oh, fuck yeah.
2: For sure, that scene tops that scene. I tell
1: you what, though, the scene that preceded this, when Iron Man showed up, was pretty fucking cool too. Yeah, which but... we knew, but those, all those like little robot rocket drone things yeah. that he had—that that was like, fuck yeah, that's He's awesome. Like, choo, choo, choo,
2: choo. He just like pushed the ship together, and then he like welded it back together.
1: Yeah, I was reading a thing on IMDb that said like that him welding the ship back together wouldn't have made the like because there's it took on too many too much water as it was, and it wouldn't have made the ship be able to sail. Again, because it already was sinking. Yeah, that
2: seemed a little bit incorrect, but but I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Suspension of
1: disbelief. Ribs, sharks also don't have ribs, and that's what happened in Pirates of the Caribbean.
2: But uh, so Stark helps Peter save the passengers before admonishing him for his recklessness and takes the suit away. And that's fucked up. I mean, like I guess now, if Spider Man didn't show up, that wouldn't have happened. True. But at the same time, the criminal's there. Yeah, like who the hell is Tony Stark to talk about? Like when they when that whole bullshit that happened with Ultron, right, destroyed that entire or that entire population. That was his fucker. He created that fucker. Mm-hmm. Like, so don't tell me, you know what I mean? Like, he, I, I know he's probably just trying to be like, you know, don't do, you know, he he doesn't want him to do those things because he knows he's fucked up. Like, right, you know, making Ultron and Ultron destroying the country. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much made up for it. He, he basically said, like,
1: you know, in uh, in Civil War, he's like, you know, I firmly believe that we need to be put in check. Yeah. And, you know, that's you know that's what causes the Civil War. So it's... Pretty much saying, do as I say,
2: not as I do. Pretty much, yeah. That's a good way to put it. So uh Peter saves the passenger. Okay, so he's like, I'm nothing without the suit. <laughs> and he goes, well, if you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't be a superhero. And uh, Coming from fucking Tony Stark. You're right. Like, you would not be doing anything without that Iron Man suit. Nothing. Now, his intelligence is enough to help on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Sure. But not fucking... That's very ironic coming from him. I agree. Yeah, that could that that would be something that Cap should say. I think Cap has said that to Iron Man. He probably used that. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah, and I think in Avengers he you know he makes a, a point to say like you're just a guy in a suit like
2: right you wouldn't be nothing with you know but uh, uh while well, picking up now so he somehow builds up the balls to talk to Liz in the hallway he's like I'm sorry I wasn't there for the thing and they're like they still won. And uh, so he asked her, she goes, I know you like me. Like, she pretty much called him out. Mm-hmm. He goes, Really? She goes, Duh. Like, <laughs> are you fucking stupid? You're very bad at hiding it or something. Yeah, you're very bad at lying. He goes, Oh, you have no idea. Oh, keeping, yeah, you're very bad at keeping yeah, secrets. That's what it is. And then, uh, um, so he asked her to the dance in a awkward teenager way. And she said yes. And so this is probably the, one of the craziest scenes in this movie. Yeah. Not super action packed, but. I, I'm going to quote. Ke- we listened to Kevin Smith's podcast about it And he pretty much said it right Like It was the most intense Out of superhero Character type of scene Like it was Like from From the second he walks into her house To The second they get to that dance It was just fucking Uncomfortable Amazing Like Just amazing Movie making
1: Yeah dude It was, it was just, fabulous It was such,
2: such an unexpected th- I had no idea did not see it coming No they It did it on purpose They made her half fucking black You know Because you never would assume Right But, so... (laughs) That's
1: why I wasn't so sure on it being Liz Allen, because... It should be Liz Toombs. It should be Liz Toombs, yeah. It's just... They never specifically say, but... Liz Allen was an early love interest for Spider-Man. Right around this time... You know, time frame with Vulture and all that shit like that, so... Everybody assumes, but... See,
2: it says Liz Toombs here. I know. I think they're... But they never specifically said in the movie, so I don't know. But, um... So she, he shows up to the house, and who enters the door but fucking Vulture? And Peter just immediately has this look on his face like horror and just disgust, and like, he just can't... Well, he's completely fucking flabbergasted. Yeah, he cannot believe what he's seeing. The like,
1: same thing that he's experiencing on screen, we as audience are just yeah. like, holy shit. I remember saying that. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, not expected.
2: No, not at all. And then he fucking... So he goes in there and like they're like trying to take pictures and he just has this look like he just can't smile. Yep. It was kind of funny, but it was st- like you just like you could just see him fighting in himself inside. He's like ah, fuck. Like and like the whole drive, like he is like, I'll drive you guys. So he drives in there. And as they're talking, she's talking about the shit about Spider Man. She goes, Oh, he wasn't Peter and then, like he's like, How would you feel in the elevator? He goes, Actually I wasn't in the elevator. And then you know, everything that Peter was saying he Tombs was just putting together in his head, he goes this motherfucker is Spider-Man. Right. That's a crazy thing to think, too, because like, he's a 14-year-old boy. For you to come to that conclusion is insane. Mm-hmm. But he did, man, and he he, he just has that look. He, you could see it in his face. And then Liz gets out at the dancing. He says, hey, uh, I'm going to have the dad talk with him. And he has a gun on the other side of the <laughs> chair. And he goes pretty much like, if you can interfere, I will kill everybody that you hold dear. We saw that in the, tra- in the trailer. Yeah and kill you and your whole family. Oh, man. it would just That scene was just intense, man. Like, and he's
1: basically like, you now you go in there and show my... you know, He's he's essentially like, he's grateful that he saved his daughter's life and he's like, you go in there and you stop interfering and you show my daughter a good time or that's the end of it. Right, so he's pretty much giving him a chance. Like,
2: you, you stop interfering and we won't be enemies. Right. But it's Spider-Man. He ain't going to stop interfering. We know this. Right, so he... And which he immediately does. <laughs> 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 he spends... <coughs> all of 30 seconds at the homecoming dance when he, like, well it's funny that's is funny because he walks in everybody says hi but like Zendaya character just flips him off <laughs> <laughs> yeah he stands at the door she just flips him off he runs in there and he's like I gotta go leaves
1: Liz at the dance runs out back and is confronted by Shocker yeah, no
2: immediately. yes yes the new black Shocker yep just punches him like <sighs> He's like, oh, you fucking, you, you should have fucking came out. He's like, what's up with your your suit? Because now he's wearing like his hoodie with his mat, little crappy face mask with goggles. Yep. And he fucking they fight. Like we saw that scene somewhat in the trailer too. Like where he punches that bus and it smashes Spider Man into another bus and crazy. And then that this is that moment I was
1: talking about earlier when Ned shows up to grab the web shooter that he keeps trying to get. But yeah, can't he can't.
2: Yeah, like pretty much without with the web shooter, he could have easily taken out him. I think. Yeah. But somehow he was like he was just being Shocker was being on top, and it's crazy because this Shocker was very underpowered compared to what Shocker is in the, like in the comic books and the games and stuff. Like right. That. You know this shock, The other real Shocker can like fucking send like light, lightning fucking bolts. Like this guy was just punching him with one fucking electric fist.
1: I wonder if we'll see the like that later on. I you know, know what I mean? Because that
2: that glove was very underwhelming. I mean, yeah,
1: I, I'm pretty sure Tom Holland has a six movie deal. <laughs>
2: Wow. Yeah, so I deducing Peter's secret identity. Tombs threatens retaliation if he can uh, to interfere with his plans. And then it says during the dance. Peter realizes tombs is planning to hijack the Stark cargo plane, transporting weaponry from the Avengers Tower to the team's new headquarters in upstate New York. So he leaves the dance. And we just talked about this in this homemade spider suit. Peter's ambushed by Schultz, only for Ned to save him. Because Ned just, like, shoots the web at him. And then he's like, oh, hell yeah, Ned. And then he <laughs> finishes off Shocker pretty easily. Yeah. And then he goes. So. And yeah, and then he meets up with
1: Tombs. Like he immediately finds him and where were where were they? They were in Tombs' lair, some like his workshop or whatever.
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. He's like, You're you're done now, Tom's he's like
1: Um Yeah, he confronts him and who attempt he attempts to persuade him to his side, but Peter refuses and Tombs destroys the building the building support beams. He he like waits for his uh his vulture wings to like come flying in and then they end you know it goes around and around and around he's like you missed me he's like I wasn't trying to hit you and you know destroys all the beams of the building and
2: then it just collapses it
1: collapses right onto Peter like you know what I mean and he leaves he leaves to go uh, get this thing from the plane which Happy has just sent off with all of the uh, Stark tech
2: now this scene was probably Avengers weapons this is one of my favorite scenes too this is apparently a scene from the comics they took directly good when he was pushed, because like, he was, like, pushing on the... Because like, he was covered in rubble, like, not just little rubble, lots of rubble. Like yeah, he was, like, covered, board. like, with a chunk of the ceiling that had, like, an air conditioning unit on top of it and shit. Yeah, it was a lot of cement. And he started, like, crying almost. Like, Is somebody help me, please. Like, he, he sounded like a, t- a regular teenage boy mm-hmm. crying for help. And he goes, you know what? Fuck this. I'm Spider-Man. So you got this, Spider-Man. He's like, he's, like, you know, he's, like, talking, trying to talk himself up a little bit and... Because he sees, oh, actually, his mask came off, and he sees in the water his refl- half of his face reflected in the water, and the other half of the mask was above the water. So he saw both together, and he goes, oh, "I'm fucking Spider-Man. I can do this." Like, and dudes, with the with a fucking crazy amount of strength that he did not know he had. No, he fucking tears that shit
1: off. Crazy. It was insane. It was really, really cool to see. So- um. Where are we at? Here? Managing to escape. Yeah, so managing to escape, Peter
2: intercepts tombs on board the now damaged plane. It was funny, like the the, the, the plane. Well, he got him before the plane. That's weird because as he was flying, he caught up to him, right? And he webbed him, and he goes, "I feel it's some drag or something." And he goes, "It's probably just whatever."
1: Oh but yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Was hanging off of him, you know? Because
2: there's no other way he would have got up to that plane. Yeah, <laughs> so when he gets on the plane, dude, he like webbed up the fucking jet engine. You know what I mean? And it got stuck in and it, like, fell? Yeah. Well, well first, that, that he he, that he used that suit, that thing, that high vacuum Oh, yeah, high altitude thing. seal. Like, pretty much, like, his wings, like, suctioned around it. Yeah. So he was able to put that square on that enabled him to go into it without the vacuum. Right. You know how airplanes are and Spider-Man shows up and he starts like ripping it off, kind of trying to rip it off. Yeah, he was like kicking it. I was like, "Holy shit!" And it like starting, you can start sucking shit out, and then he's like, fuck "Tomb is like motherfucker!" Like,
1: and then they have a fucking pretty dope ass fight on the outside of the plane.
2: Yeah, just crazy. Yeah, he's just holding on, trying to hold on, and he fucking yeah. He like he used all you know all this webbing, and he fucking. It, like it looked look like, I think he used like a grenade web grenade in that or something man but he stopped those turbines he's like, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> yeah and the thing fucking fell off and then at some point you get a scene where the the when
1: the plane's crashing and you see Happy like halfway across the city is seeing the plane he's like oh fuck. This <laughs> <laughs> is like falling
2: like a meteor and he's just like oh that is <laughs> <laughs> not what you want to fucking see a plane it, full of avenger's weapons. I'm pretty sure he was sitting down like well like yeah they fucking they said what Thor's belt was in there. There was a call out to that. I'm sure it will be in Easter eggs here. Iron Man's helmet was in there. There was all kinds of shit. Dude, a, a whole
1: entire fucking uh, crate of Tony's arc reactors like I'm for his chest. I'm surprised that they, the Avengers didn't
2: <coughs> try to move that shit themselves.
1: <coughs> yeah, I'm surprised I mean, at least somebody like Hawkeye or some shit. You know, Hawkeye and Black Widow should have been on that plane guarding it.
2: Something, but no, there was nobody. <laughs> but, yeah, it's
1: funny though. In, earlier in the movie, there's something. Uh, Peter said something like, why haven't the Avengers come down? And Tony's like, oh, it's why uh, this is below their pay grade like
2: yeah about what well, i was just about vulture
1: yeah you know that shit that was happening
2: there was just it's you know <clears throat> it's just funny that like
1: you know he he had the same thought like that we have about the justice league all the time like when there's sh- crazy
2: shit happening like why the fuck isn't the league here yeah yeah i would say but also like uh iron man was trying to take he called the fbi to that we forgot to mention the ferry the fbi was there oh yeah yeah, yeah. and they were gonna try to arrest tombs and them but fucking spider-man kind of showed up and I guess fuck fucked everything.
1: Remind up. me there's something there's something I know about that scene. I don't know if it'll be in the Easter <laughs> eggs or not, but there's something I did find out about that scene and it also revolves around the post-credit scene. Scorpion. Um, yeah, av- about him. Yeah, I know that guy's But that, but that's why they were there. He was there on the ferry to buy his scorpion suit from tombs. Hmm. Remember when they were like white pickup truck? Yeah. Like and he went that's what was there. That's How what they were that? doing. I saw I heard it somewhere I can't remember. <laughs> Um, it might it might be in the Easter eggs. So it might be where I read it.
2: <coughs> but um, so yeah, they fight and the plane crashes. It was a pretty intense crash, like yeah, on Coney Island. Yeah, and then they they fight they fight on the ground for a short time. And Vulture seems to have the upper hand. He's like picking him up and slamming him into the ground. Oh, it's brutal. I Broly doing that to Goku in the Broly movie, just mm-hmm. jumping up and slamming into Goku. Like, but it was Spider Man seemed to be losing.
1: It was pretty hopeless, so it seemed. But then, and then, how did he end up
2: getting in the fire? Well, because uh, he noticed that his wings were going to explode. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, probably being around those arc reactors. Mm-hmm. I think all those arc reactors might have, or something on that plane, must have activated it. Because you know, his like his suit was acting weird, and Spider-Man's like, "No!" And then he fucking ex- boom explodes. But yeah, then, he was like, "I'm trying to save you." Like, like webs him up, and he tries to bring him back, and he just. <laughs> cuts it up and then you know but then fucking he explodes but then Spider-Man saves him and he ties up he ties up all the, he webs up all the crates and webs up fucking what's his face fucking vulture yep leaves a note boing <laughs> sorry about the plane yeah um let's see here see but that was the thing Peter, Peter didn't like kick his ass or anything Peter didn't really even win that fight he just but it was alright with me yeah you know I, I, Yeah, I he know. didn't necessarily
1: have to he was just being you know a good guy you know
2: um, he leaves him for the
1: police, and then, anyway, it moves. It moves forward a little bit. Sometime later, Peter learns that Liz is moving
2: away. They're moving to Oregon. Well, because their father's in jail now, and he he is going through prosecution, and he doesn't want them there for that. Yeah, he
1: doesn't want them there for the trial and all that, all that good stuff. Um, then there is a another scene with a the, the decathlon team, yeah. and he, how Michelle was going to be replacing Liz as the captain yeah. of the team, and then like a weird. I don't like... This is another thing of it's, why... I it's really it. strange, but there's like a weird scene where Peter's going to leave, and and, and she's like, you going somewhere, Peter? And she's and he's like... Are you well, hiding, weird. Peter? And she's yeah. like, I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. And then uh, she has like a weird look toward him. You know what I mean? Like a loving look or something like that. And then she's like, by the way, my nickname is MJ. Like,
2: like my friends call me MJ. Like, what? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is like, that oh all about? Oh, God. Her name is not even Mary Jane. They're going to make her MJ. It's pretty strange. I don't know why,
1: but um, then it moves forward to Tony Stark. They're they're in upstate.
2: Well, Happy comes picks them up.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. And the dude that scene in the bathroom is hilarious. Oh yeah. When he walks in, that Asian kid walks out of the stall, just (laughs) washing his hands, and Happy's just like staring at this. (laughs) I love it. And he's, he's like, like is mr stark in the stall
1: like <laughs> he, no
0: he's like is he here too
2: like
1: <laughs> oh dude it was funny that little asian kid was weird that was the same kid that was standing outside the window when remember when those two guys came in the school and they were like hiding around peter's like hide now and you ned was just like standing there and with his back against the wall and that kid like knocks yeah. on the window he's like what, what are, are you doing, doing? <laughs> he's like chess <laughs> that shit was funny as shit um but, yeah, so, basically, they go up to upstate New York to the new Avengers facility, and um, Stark offers Peter a new Iron Spider oh, suit. Oh, baby,
2: that suit looked awesome. Hell,
1: yeah, dude. That suit was pimp.
2: Mm-hmm. That's a suit I can, I can accept. It's an Iron Spider suit.
1: With an AI and all that crazy shit. Sure, but
2: be... not not every suit he has should have an AI on it. Yeah, not
1: like a little cloth suit like Spider-Man's mm-hmm. typical suit that's yeah, unnecessary. He, should,
2: he doesn't need to be a little Iron Man. He needs to be Spider-Man.
1: Um. No, I don't. I mean, it also depends on how long the training wheels protocol was supposed to last. Yeah, but you know, still, I mean, if he if he hacked it. Like, yeah, it still happened in the movie, so it's just it's weird. But um, and but like,
2: but, he, but anyway, before that though, like they, he says, you know, uh, I'm going to make you part of the team. You're going to be have a room next to Vision. He goes, here's the thing with doors, which is funny as a callback to Civil War. Yeah, and then uh, uh, he says, oh, there's reporters out here to introduce the new Avenger, and then he turns them down. I I wanted to make sure we got that reporter part.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He said there's a whole bunch of them out there, and he mm-hmm. was gonna,
2: you know, introduce them, and then he
1: he's basically like, mm, nah, I don't want to. And, and he's like shocked, shit. and he's like, shit. He's like, he made a mature decision that we didn't expect. <laughs> right. And he walked away. He's like, that was a test, right? And he's like, yeah, totally a test. It was not a test. There <laughs> was there
2: was reporters. <laughs> yeah. Moments
1: later, Pepper Potts, who we yeah. haven't seen in ages, I was, gonna, I was like, what?
2: Yeah. She fucking and they kissed. Like, I thought they got broke up or something. I got, they
1: did, yeah. I don't they explained that. Maybe they maybe they just... Tony Stark seems like he'd be difficult to be in a relationship. They probably have like an on again off-again type thing. But yeah, so she walks in. She's like, where's the kid? <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, he made that mature decision or whatever. And
2: that was the end of it. So he, he's uh, like, we'll think of something to tell them.
1: Yeah, and then that... So this is the, this is where they get oh, the they line. Oh, they
2: got that ring? You still got that ring?
1: Yeah, this is where they get this information. Like, he's like, I've been holding on to this thing since 2008. That's where everybody fucking lost their shit. And it's like, holy fuck, this timeline's all fucked up. Because there, people were
2: dumb. But maybe he was holding it on until since two thousand eight. That doesn't mean that's when the fucking shit happened.
1: Yeah, like I mean that is when Iron Man came out. But you know, Happy Hogan's obviously been around long, you know, predating Iron Man. Yeah, he
2: was with Tony Stark since before. Yeah. So uh, people are just people are just looking for shit, like you said.
1: Um. Yeah. So they go out there and you know, presumably to get engaged.
2: Whatever. Something. Yeah.
1: And then uh, Peter discovers that Tony has given him his upgraded suit.
2: <laughs> in a paper bag.
1: In a paper bag, yeah. Yo. That was so
2: funny to me. That fucking a million dollars, millions of dollars of suit in a paper bag.
1: Right. And uh, so he puts on his suit just as Aunt May walks into the into the room. And she
2: goes, what the fuck? And then, like, the credit pin. <laughs> I was like, yes! <laughs> that was awesome. genius. What a
1: way to end the movie. I, was, I loved it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so, like... Yeah, and then so we we had two credits, two post-credit scenes, one mid-credit scene and one post-credit scene. Uh, in a mid-credit scene, an incarcerated Gargan approaches tombs inside the prison. Gargan was that Mexican-looking type guy with the scorpion tattoo on his neck. And he explains that several criminals are banding together to exact vengeance. Maybe this is the start of the Sinister Six of some sort because I wouldn't be surprised for them to not use the actual Six. Yeah. You know, been put other Six villains and call them the Sinister Six. Right. Um... <coughs> uh. To exact vengeance against Spider-Man, he also pressures Toombs into revealing Spider-Man's identity. But he goes, "I don't know who he is," like, which is crazy. I can't believe he he just had respect. I guess
1: yeah, after saving him, his daughter, and him. Dude, yeah. it's also interesting if you think back to the moment when Toombs was watching the uh, the Washington Monument thing. Yeah. Before we even knew that he was Liz, that he was Liz's dad, he sees that on TV and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like and he goes there. You know what I mean? But like. Or, you know, he go he jumps into action or whatever, right. and, you know what I mean, we all thought that was because of Spider-Man, but, you know, totally, he could. Say, shit, that's my fucking kid, like, yeah, I gotta right. fucking yeah. go, like, we had no idea, So it well, makes things just... Well, I might want to
2: go watch that movie again in, here in Dubois, yeah. next weekend, the next time I have time, I'll just go by myself first. something, I don't give a shit. Just yeah, to just, to, just to catch things. Yeah.
1: Like, I see. also wanted to go back and see if maybe in the party scene, when, they, when Liz had her party, yeah, or something like that, like something down. that was, like, right in front of our fucking face, right. and we just didn't pay attention, because... 'Cause of Penis Parker or whatever penis, you know. It was,
2: penis penis. Yeah, like, penis Parker. Penis Parker.
1: <laughs> Just like crazy shit. I, I would love to I would love to know. But maybe they're in the Easter eggs here,
2: who knows? So a uh, keeping Peter's secret identity simply retorts that if he did know Spider Man, then he would already be dead. Tombs then leaves to meet with his family. And then we sit through the entire credits <laughs> and take it away, Deej. Uh yeah, so in a post post
1: credit scene. Oh yeah, I guess it is just post credit scene all the way through. Captain America takes part in a public service announcement centering on the importance of patience.
2: Patience in a hero is key. <laughs> it's like it's like it's knowing that if you can sit around and do, you know blah blah blah, and then he, like you could see the look on it. like fuck that. what's the actor's name? Chris Evans. Chris Evans' face. He knows he's <laughs> fucking with millions of people, <laughs> and then you can see it, a little smirk in his face—and then he just says and. Because sometimes it leads to nothing, like, and then it was nothing. That was the fucking postcard. Everybody was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Fucking bitch!" <laughs> 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 fucking Marvel trolling their audience. That's funny though. They know it, dude. They they they're just oh yeah,
1: retarded, It was man. funny as shit. though. It was great. I loved
2: it, but <laughs> it is what it is. I loved it too. Though, back in the when they were doing it in, the, in, the class, they, yeah, in that in that class, yeah, dude, gym class. When he was talking, I was like, do you know him too?" He's like, "Yeah." I it's, took a shield, but then like Captain America's like, "And your gym teacher?" He like puts his hand out to the to the right. But the gym teacher was on the left. <coughs> and gym teacher was <laughs> Hannibal Burris. Yeah, it was. It was, it was so funny,
1: dude. And he's just like,
2: "Hey, come back here."
1: Yeah, he didn't give a shit. But I love when he was just like, he's like, "I'm uh, sorry, you guys got to watch these videos. Uh, I'm required to show them. I'm pretty sure he's a war criminal now, but you know, it is what it is." Yeah, it's just funny as shit, now, dude. I like that one when he, when they're in detention, he's like sitting there. He's like, "So you got detention?" I'm just like, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah, like, like, of w- course they would Catherine have. Captain America's doing these weird things? PSAs. <laughs> like, that's funny. Well, whatever. Great, great movie. Yeah. Tiny flaws, not you know nothing. The yeah, MJ biggest, thing is fucked up. Yeah,
2: my biggest thing is the MJ thing and the suit. That's the two reasons why I have problems. You know,
1: there were things in the movie where he he was being pretty precognitive about it, but like you could almost say like, oh, that's p- Spidey sense. But yeah, you know, the suit almost makes it not. You don't. He doesn't even need it.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, like he he didn't realize that fucking Ned was in there. He didn't realize that his Aunt May was stinking up on him. He didn't.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like they they fucked up he a whole lot know, of shit. All that
2: shit, man. Like. It's pretty yeah. weird. Maybe maybe, you know, in the future we'll get more of it. Maybe he won't use Karen as much. Right. But all right, well we're going to get into Easter eggs from the movie. There are 36 Easter eggs. We're going to just fly through these cuz I don't want to read all these cuz this is way longer than the the fucking synopsis we just read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't fold. have to read all of these. We'll read all the, the titles at least. Well, first one, okay, well, Familiar Tune. The, from the beginning of the movie the, na, 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 na. yeah
1: it was fabulous what a fabulous uh, oh,
2: he looked he looked right at me I was like Yeah. oh
1: so cool it's, just, it's cool to see the uh, Spider-Man in the new Marvel Studios like <laughs> right. thing I loved it I was like fuck yeah I got goosebumps as soon as I heard that heard that playing I was like it's so fucking cool but yeah basically this thing is just saying that it happened in you know a
2: couple of the older movies right. too Well, like there was like
1: an Asian woman like playing it on the violin yeah,
2: she was singing it
1: yeah uh, Damage Control uh, apparently was a TV series and a, uh or was going to be a TV series, much like Powerless. Yeah, um, they were going to do
2: one for that, and it was a really great comic book series, apparently, which is cool. So that's interesting. And uh, the Peter Pan, fa- the-, the Peter Pan, the Peter fan theory confirmed that in Iron Man Two, the kid is Peter Parker. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming Easter eggs and Marvel secrets is way easy to see why people s- spun some wild theories. Blah blah blah. So yeah, that was Peter. In that we've talked about that already.
1: Yeah. The whiplash drone thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Tony's wounds. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the fact that Spider-Man had officially been made a branch of the Marvel Cinematic Universe was driven home in a marketing flush with Iron Man and Tony Stark appearances, as he had been noted. Not all of those Iron Man Spidey team-ups actually appeared in the movie. But the scene of Tony giving Peter some lacking words of advice before booting him out of his limousine... Um, Turns out to be a tragic scene once Peter stops or drops from the heights of the Avengers combat, combat to apparently forgotten, but his fans shouldn't be as charmed. At, oh, I know what this is talking about. There is the bruise on his eye. Yeah, the bruise on his eye. Um, th- That is basically what, you know, as he gets out of the car, he goes up to his apartment, and that's when AMA is putting ice on his uh,
2: wound from right. Civil War. And a Howard Stark cameo, apparently. Iron Man 2, Howard Stark, Spider Man. Once the action shifts from Civil War and Avengers fall out, Peter Parker did life, the opportunity for more Easter egg (sighs) skyrockets. Specifically, the large mural painted over the front staircase, filling most of the frame as Peter and Ned discuss their plans to construct a massive Lego Death Star. It's Albert Einstein whose face dominates the rest of the half of the mural, but looks to the left and you'll see an unmistakable likeness of Howard Stark. Interesting.
1: Hmm. Let's see. Dr. Abraham Erkskine, Erkskine. Um. See when searching for the Elder Stark, you left. Let your eyes drift down um, to the right ever so slightly before the students ob, uh, obscure the view altogether. And you also spot the face of Doctor Abraham Erst, whatever his name is, played by actor Stanley Tucci in the Marvel Cinematic Universe World War II history. It is Doctor Erst Kane who cracked the secret Super Soldier Serum. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Peter's locker number.
1: I knew there was gonna be significance to this, when I don't know why. Peter it actually
2: means. arrives at his locker in the school hallway. Fans are on high alert for some numerical shout outs. Unfortunately the locker combination isn't shown in full. Yeah, I was looking for that too, but it didn't really. And in hopes and any hopes of getting a Star wars George Lucas Easter egg for the serious fans are dashed by the locker being are dashed by the locker being eleven eighty four, not eleven thirty eight. But if you take that number as a date, then November nineteen eighty four actually was a key one in Spider Man comics. Uh, not necessarily for what it read about Peter Parker, but that it introduced about Venom Symbiote, soon to get its own movie. Huh. It did have some significance after all. Yeah.
1: So, Laura Harrier as Liz Allen in Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I don't know what, 2,000 times, 1,000 Spider-Man Home, uh, What? That's weird. Anyway, as much of the Spider-Man fans might expect Pete Parker to uh, spend a solo movie Gaga over Mary Jane Watson or even Gwen Stacy, it's Liz Allen uh, who has the attention this time around that might seem like a transparent attempt to put some distance between this version of the hero and the other still fresh in the fans minds but Liz Allen's place in the Spider-Man history goes back to the very beginning as an amazing fantasy number 15 in 1962 when Spider-Man made his comic book debut she wasn't actually named until the amazing Spider-Man number 4 a year later but she made up for it in the years to come so in the comics Liz played a similar role uh, as the film's version pinballing between the affection of Peter Parker and Flash Thompson as Spider-Man. In the end, uh, it was Harry Osborn who caught her eye. Yeah, they ended up marrying and having a son, Normie Osborn. <laughs> uh, throwing Liz's stepfather, battling Spidey as the Molten Man.
2: <laughs> Interesting. later man, with Daredevil's legal partner, Foggy Nelson.
1: Huh. The daughter of super Her or Super-Villain, is actually Small Potatoes. Uh, totally original for the film.
2: Apparently, a character named Cindy Moon, who was with Spider-Man when he got, was with Peter when he got bit. She also got bit, apparently. You know, she has powers that imbued her genius and eidetic memory, and she eventually gets her own comic book storyline or whatever, and she is Silk Spider.
1: That's interesting. Got that a little Asian girl. Yeah. Huh. Uh, midtown High since 1962. That's another great, that's another mural thing.
2: Yeah, and then we got a Bruce Banner cameo. Yeah, I think uh Peter's chemistry class spends much of us watching her A long line of scientific giants can be seen above the whiteboard. So another so yeah. Mark Ruffalo was up there.
1: Yeah, and the uh one of the girls who did the uh the news in the school, like they're really bad act or really bad at doing news or oh, whatever. Yeah. That was Betty Brandt. Who um Let's see here, Miss Brant Daily. Yeah, she ends up working at the Daily Bugle uh, as an editor for J. Jones Jameson. Um, a lot good shit.
2: Let's see here, what's another good one? Uh, Martin Starr, the computer nerd teacher. Uh, he is the teacher of the the Catholic team. Uh, she, Starr actually makes a bit of a wrinkle in the complicated interwoven fabric of Marvel Cinematic Universe because he was already appeared opposite Doctor Bruce Banner in the Incredible Hulk two thousand eight. Banner, who was played by Edward Norton, not Mark Ruffalo at the time, negotiated his way past Star's Computer Nerd to use the Culver University computers in the film. Hmm. Right, yeah, I remember him in that movie.
1: Interesting. Abraham Brown uh, was one of the members of the decathlon, yeah? I don't know. Uh, I think so. A, played by actor Grant, best known for his role in Beasts of Known Nation, he's mainly used to drop some humor at Flash Thompson's expense, playing the usual kind of bully he does in the comics, but... Uh, let's see, it's for... Abe's back. I don't remember who he is. I just heard something about it. He's somebody. Kung yeah. Fu, number one, where the martial artist from Harlem teamed up with Lin, Lin Sum to become the aforementioned Sons. Huh.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so we saw Stan Lee. That
1: was a great cameo. He's like, you young punk.
2: He's like, don't let me come down there, you young punks. <laughs> uh, Avengers hold up. Uh, just the uh, at the bank, I think it's talking about.
1: Yeah, that was a m- moment from the comics, Spider-Man number forty-two.
2: Yeah, they all had like the comic book, co- like it wasn't Thor from the show, the movies mask. It was the comic book Thor mask. Yeah, because they had the
1: wings and the hat. Right. That won't be true mm-hmm. for the first time until Thor Ragnarok comes out. Yeah. Uh, Thor gets his payback. Uh, f- let's see here. Once Peter actually makes his presence known to the thieves. Uh, the fight gets out of hand fast, thanks to some alien weaponry. It is worth noticing that the colors of the bank brochures—red, blue, green, or er, red, blue, yellow, and green—clearly encompassing each of the Avengers' paint schemes. But it's what happens when Peter actually starts to fight that the real oh, threat. Oh, huh. Marvel fans, after using Iron Man's shotgun, to knock them out.
2: It's just funny the, what they're talking what this actually means.
1: Oh, okay. Thor tries his best to elbow Peter in the face, which quickly goes wrong. Peter is fast enough to grab the elbow himself and slam the thief thief's uh fist directly into Hulk's face, sending the, <laughs> the
2: ladder reeling. So that's one way. That's so funny, dude. There it, that's it really is. its
1: payback has been coming ever since Hulk yep. Thor <laughs> out in Avengers. That's hilarious, dude. Uh, uh
2: Thor's magic belt, which we mentioned earlier. Okay, it says, when Happy Hogan finally decides to actually accept a call from Peter, he's got bigger things on his mind, mainly the move of the Avengers operation from downtown Manhattan to the upstate New York facility seen in the Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War, and Ant-Man. And that really does include moving absolutely everything from suits of Tony's leftovers and storage to Meg, Meg, Thor's magic belt. (laughs) Um, For those completely unfamiliar with either Marvel lore or Norse mythology, the line may sound like Thor actually forgot a piece of clothing in his room at Avengers Tower, but the word but the word happy was searching for is Meginjoro Meginjord or something oh my head's all weird I can not tell if that's a D or an O at the end the name given to well Thor's magic belt in both versions of Thor's mythology the belt is a gift from Odin imbued with the power to double the strength of the god of thunder in times of great peril will he use it to battle Thanos in Infinity War as he did in the comics only time will tell probably
1: uh yeah then both both the shockers I don't even know that's I mean obviously one of them gets changed two different one. yeah uh,
2: the gauntlet connection. Huh. Two gauntlets?
1: Oh, two. Oh, I see. Well, is that, is, that, is that what
2: they turn into the shocker weapon? I don't know. Oh, that seems weird.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh,
2: uh, the tinkerer.
1: That was that guy that you were asking his name.
2: Oh, that's who he is? Yeah. Okay, and then there's the Prowler, which we already talked about. Phineas
1: Mason—that's his name in the yes. movie.
2: Uh, the Prowler, uh, not to Miles Morales, which goes hand in hand with the Prowler. Um, UCSM01 license plate. Uh, Ultimate Comic Spider-Man Issue One. Oh, uh, speaking of Miles Morales and Aaron Davis, that was this, that was was that a fucking Miles Morales' first appearance? Probably, yeah. Uh, oh, to feature Miles in the star. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool.
1: Who had that? Oh Aaron's license plate Interesting So Howling Commando Grandson Yeah I heard about this The The principal Of the school The Asian guy He was The Son or grandson Of Of uh Peggy Carter Interesting Yeah cause that That guy who played him The Asian guy The Asian principal He was He also played The same guy Like his grandfather In, Avenger, in Captain America
2: hmm. It's pretty cool so we got another license plate, SM-20563. Featured um, prominently
1: during spider Man's Showdown. Not it not it should fair. catch
2: every viewer's attention based on the SM for Spider-Man and the full comic being ref- referenced in Amazing Spider-Man number 2, May 1963, as further evidence of just how close to the hero's origins homecoming adheres That the issue in which both Vulture and Tinker are introduced. Wow.
1: That's so cool. Uh, Bagley's Graffiti. Uh, I didn't catch this at all, but... Um, with much of this, uh, let's see, design cues from Marvel Ultimate Universe, the films owe a debt to the gratitude of Brian Michael Bendis, Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, so he created Ultimate Spider-Man. The first reboot that proved modern, young, updated version of The Avengers held promise, but if you're giving credit to Bendis, then just as much as owed to artist Mark Bagley, whose energetic designs for young Peter Parker are so, are, are the go aesthetic for the entire generation of comic fans, and in Homecoming, he gets a direct nod. And we're not referring to the design of the new Spider-Man suit or even the improved... Iron Spider-esque armor Tony Stark offers in the movie. Now, keep your eyes peeled on the background. Peter removes his mask to sit quietly on the brick wall. After an exhausting dose of superheroics, the word Bagley is plainly visible, spray-painted on a massive wall in distance behind him.
2: Wait, well, didn't notice that uh, Peter was doing something similar to the Deadpool was doing? Remember when Deadpool was sitting on that bridge texting? Yeah. Spider-Man was on that train while it was going, just his feet dangling. And yeah, it looked just funny. the same uh we mentioned this a little bit earlier uh peter's ai karen jennifer connelly plays her which is a crazy uh, easter egg in itself but she is also the wife of jarvis paul bettany so that's that's pretty much that
1: uh kiss her peter uh once let's see yeah uh this is what right after he saves liz out of the thing um out of the elevator, uh, once Peter plants her on solid ground, they're left face to face with no, well, with one of them suspended upside down. When Karen suggests that this is actually the perfect moment for romance, that he should kiss her in that second upside down, we're willing to guess most fans got flashbacks of Peter and Mary Jane's first kiss in Sam Raimi's Spider Man when the kiss in the rain. Um, he passes on that moment, clearly deciding to leave the scene in the past. Maybe he saw how it turned out with Gwen Stacy in Spider Man Three. Interesting. I got that connection. Did you? What? Whenever he was hanging upside down, and Karen yeah. was like, "Kiss her, Peter."
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it was funny. Um, the branzino was not fresh. Apparently, it's just during the dance. Uh, Flash Thompson walks in and says, "The dinner was okay because the branzino was not fresh." But branzino is what they served at the dinner that when he met Stacy's family in the Amazing Spider-Man, the first one. Oh, okay. That's what she made. Interesting. It's
1: weird. Uh, Spider-Man half face. I wonder what that's from meaning is clear Peter who it must be from the, one of the comic references uh,
2: Amazing Spider-Man 33 so, uh, Steve Ditko artwork I'm giving it everything he's got and uncovering the true and of superhuman strength he succeeds in standing oh this is from that uh, the scene where he was under the building
1: oh okay yeah
2: uh, Pepper's t-shirt
1: uh, Spider-Man Homecoming or let's see for some movie fans the actors performances visual effects wait where the hell is it I hate reading all that shit um.
2: molecule complaining it has lost an electron and a friend asking if they're positive it's a good joke for every science geek in the crowd but it's not the first time we've seen it in fact Peter's Peter Parker's t-shirt and it's Pepper Potts connection was spotted in the homecoming trailer how or why it ends up on Peter's closet is anyone's guess but with Pepper Potts making a cameo appearance having patched things over Tony we'll hopefully get an explanation someday interesting
1: then we talked about the scorpion
2: yep um Captain America gets meta
1: promoting the virtual patience. yeah
2: yeah so that yeah that's um that's interesting stuff but all right well I think we're gonna call it a wrap I like I said like I love the movie great movie and like I say I say on here I said actually we're also going to include our first reactions in here somewhere yeah nerds in the car volume two Nerds in the car volume two two of us but the way i always i've always said this since amazing spider-man came out a lot i mean it's pretty now it's a thing like it's all over the internet now and i feel like well fuck i've been saying this for fucking since you know forever yeah and you know even kevin smith said the same thing when we listened to this podcast that toby mcguire played a great peter parker but his spider-man was kind of eh. yeah and andrew garfield played a horrible peter parker <laughs> but his spider-man, Spider-Man was dope oh, fuck yeah now in this he is uh, he does both amazing yes he is a great spider-man and a great peter parker right perfect For sure. Now, this might not have been... In my opinion, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is my favorite Spider-Man movie. I love that fucking movie. I love it. Yes. I can't tell what I like better between Spider-Man 2 and this movie. That's hard. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 was awesome with Doc Ock and all that shit. Oh, fuck yeah. That movie's great. But I don't believe that... Like I said, this isn't the best Spider-Man movie I've seen, but I fully believe that it's leading into the best Spider-Man movie. Trilogy or Sectilogy, however many they're doing that we're going that of all the three.
1: Sure. Well, yeah, so Spider-Man: Homecoming is a trilogy. Like, not it won't be Homecoming one, two, and three. It'll right. just be this Spider-Man, whatever the next one is. There's three of those. But then he also, I think it's a five movie deal. He has a deal to do the next two Avengers movies for yeah. sure. So he's gonna be. He should. He has to be an in Infinity Award. Yeah. So, but there will be some sort of culmination before before he goes back to Sony, and then whatever they do with him after that, you know what I mean, is is whatever.
2: I just hope they don't utilize that suit too much.
1: I agree. I yeah. want
2: the spider senses. I know I saw an article about they don't want to utilize them because they've done that already. But that's what Spider Man is. You know, they gotta utilize that. Like, yeah. they didn't really do that in the first Amazing Spider Man. They didn't really because I, I mentioned that when I first watched, it. I'm like, they didn't really mention his spider senses or anything. Yeah, they didn't mention it in the second one either. But you saw it happening when electro first showed up and he like was going to shock all those people on the stairs and he was like you know he like he was, it was all going slow motion and he just fucking boom 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 boom. And everybody just goes boom and everybody gets saved like that was spider senses in action you just you ha- you knew it by right oh go. for sure so i hope they don't completely get rid of that uh, you know i don't want it to be something that just doesn't exist that'll be stupid
1: yeah that'll be really dumb but, but yeah so we are uh let's see mm, i don't know i don't know what we're doing next week We'll, uh, we'll let you know on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Um, and that that's it. See you guys later. Yeah, buddy. What's up, nerdthusiast, And welcome to Nerds in a Car number two.
2: With two. Two nerds in a car.
1: Yes, two nerds in a car this time. We do not have Theo, but we have just left the... Uh, well, day two premiere of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is Homecoming. very... coming,
2: And that's what we're doing now. We're coming home. <laughs> <laughs> we are, indeed. That's hour and a half drive, and we're going to discuss this with you on how we felt immediately upon... Actually, bachelor- I mean, we ate some McDonald's, but I mean, hey, we was hungry. Oh, for sure. Uh, and number one's best beverage, <laughs> Coca-Cola from
1: McDonald's. We're not sponsored by Coca-Cola or McDonald's.
2: We'll see. It depends if I get a paycheck in the mail or not. I guess we'll see. (laughs) I don't know. We're the Truman Show, I'm telling you. (laughs) right, Go ahead.
1: So, uh, we're here to talk about our immediate reactions to Spider-Man Homecoming as we leave the theater. And it's all very fresh in our heads. Um, I guess the uh, first question would be to Lane, the biggest This is going to be spoilery as fuck. Yes. That is a great thing to say. Uh, if... I don't know where We're this gonna... will show up in the episode, yeah, but... but still,
2: either way, spoilery... 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 Is that how you say that? Spoilery. spoilery? Spoilery as fuck.
1: Spoilery AF. Okay. DJ can't say fuck, it's against his religion. Yeah, okay. Say it then. Fuck. So you can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... The first question that I should ask, because you're the biggest Spider-Man fan that I know,
2: I mean, like I say, yeah, he's my he's my favorite superhero. I don't know as much as like some people do, but he is definitely my favorite. Oh well, yeah, I like DC more than Marvel as a whole, but Spider-Man is probably my single most favorite. Now, as that fan of Spider-Man, this movie,
1: how did you feel?
2: I, I liked it. it the, honestly, the, it is the best thing to me was that he was so fucking young. Because Toby Maguire was in high school, sure, but he never really seemed that young. You know, he—I think he was already over fucking eighteen, easy. But this kid looks fourteen. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean, we saw Young's like he wasn't super badass because he was still learning and shit. You know what I mean? Like he was. That's the that's the part that I like the most
1: about it is that he was so he's so like hasn't come to terms yet with like. The person he is Like Oh yeah he, he hasn't tapped into His full powers yet It's awesome Like it's so cool to see Like a Spider-Man That just I guess He's young He doesn't know What he's here. doing Like he Yeah he's young He's goofy
2: He's whiny I yeah. like that Because he's it's 15 years old Yeah you know, it, who, Or 14, 15 Like who wouldn't be Who isn't whiny And it's just
1: It's just so cool to see Him learning all this stuff And and also it's cool to see him failing. Yeah, and it's cool that we that we didn't get the origin story. It's just like some random know. exposition that they, they said.
2: You you were you were bitten by a spider. Can that spider bite me? No, I don't want it to bite me. Well, does it hurt? Maybe it can not bite me. It's dead. Yeah, like That's it. A, that was pretty much how they did that fucking origin story. Yeah, and they, they didn't mention Uncle Ben at all. No, but he
1: did. He did mention like. Oh, you know, I can't. We can't do that to Aunt May, like you know, based on where so she's much, been. Yeah, and, you know what I mean, so like, if you know, if you've seen any of the other Spider-Man movies,
2: like, they referred, they referred to it without directly saying something about. Yeah, it.
1: Yeah, you fucking know already, like what the hell they're talking about
2: for sure. Yeah.
1: Um, wow. And that's the best part. Like I,
2: I don't, I don't even know, man, where to begin. Like uh, I don't have a lot to say negatively about the movie. Now, like I said, this is spoilery, and this is just... It's all going to be all over the place because there's no structure to this right now. This is just stripping, stripping on top of her head, so whatever. But there's a scene where the girl that he was seeing leaves because of something with her father. And the other girl that's been in the whole time, played by Zoe... Was it Zoe Zendaya or Chloe? Yeah, Zendaya. Something like... Something Zendaya. I can't remember her first name, but she's kind of like emo-y, I guess you would say. She's weird. She, like, protests, like... No, she's... she's, I don't know how to explain what she is, but... uh, They were part of that triathlon, that brain-athlon group, whatever the fucking thing they called it. Right. And then, like, her name was, like, Michelle or something. Yeah. And they ended up saying, she goes, oh, no, my friends call me MJ. I'm like, really? (laughs) Like, are you really gonna fucking do that? Like, I don't give a shit that she's black or whatever, or even half what? I just don't want her to fucking not even be named Mary Jane. What the fuck is the point?
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucking weird. I don't really get what they're trying to... There's got to be something up with it, like... I don't know. It's pretty strange. It's weird. There, there's some, there's something out
2: there. Another thing I'd say if I complained about... Like, it was too technolog- technology-based for me. For Spider-Man. His suit, yeah. I mean, I, it was awesome. You know, those scenes were dope. You know, the suit was the shit. I'm sure he's... I'm sure there's a continuity where he does have that suit. You know what I'm saying? But... Spider Man is capable of doing all that shit just with a regular suit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's so good that he doesn't really need all that shit. And it just kind of like made it, it, it took it away from him, I think. Yeah, a said, bit. oh, it was just his suit. You know what I mean? You know, like that. Right. I like that interrogation about her. That was <laughs> fucking hilarious. I <laughs> did. I see you like, you actually grabbed your chest and started laughing. <laughs> I was I was not expecting it. Right? It sounded like Oliver Queen, dude. It was hilarious through a fucking voice box, with with
1: his already altered voice. Like. Oh my god, dude! It was fucking funny. <laughs> and I I don't know. There there's so many things that happened in this movie that it just were were
2: great. And it wasn't overly funny. Uh, it was uh, funny though. Like it made me laugh quite a bit. Yeah, but See, it wasn't... Spider-Man is supposed to be comedic. You know, yes, he exactly. He is that kind of like Deadpool, kind of like different sense of humor, but. He's still supposed to be kind of, he is young, you know, he's goofy, he just, he's cocky-ish.
1: Um, there, was, there was a lot of worry, I had a lot of worry about Robert Downey Jr. being in the movie and, you know, possibly yeah. being in it, like, too much as Iron Man,
2: like... Shattering it, like, t- solving all of Spider-Man's problems.
1: Yeah, and I was really hoping that that wasn't what was going to happen, and and that and, and it didn't which which is great. It
2: did happen a little news. bit but not too much is what you're saying. Like it did happen. You know, he did he did intervene at one point. He he was in it, but it wasn't like an overkill.
1: Yeah, it was it was a it was a definitely a presence within the whole movie, but it, yeah, you're right. Overkill is the perfect word. Like you're not like fuck get this guy out of here. This is Spider-Man's movie like right. You know, you're you're totally on screen with Spider-Man the whole fucking time.
2: And, I and love it, man. That would have been so cool in D-Box, man. Oh, yeah, dude. It would have been fabulous. Oh, that, that, yeah, that whole scene when he's on that airplane there at the end, dude. Yeah.
1: I'm disappointed that we didn't see it in D-Box. But I am happy that we did manage to get it in in 3D.
2: Big D, 3D, shout out to AMC and Altoona. Uh, and now I,
1: do, I should mention that, that it wasn't like... 3D didn't make a difference, like, to me. You know, it would have been just as enthralling and entertaining. I and told it, you that. That's why, like, because
2: in two D I was like I could have regular seen it in regular Big D because you're like, Oh, like you said Guardians was I'm like, Yeah, but Guardians is like space, like it looked like shit was flying at you. Like Right. This movie could have been it it just looked good. Like if anything, three D makes it look way more high crisp. def. Yeah, yeah way more high def. Like even if shit's not really flying out at you, it's it's still a better definition. But sometimes I find it hard to focus Oh, I <laughs> on certain things like <laughs> like
1: when we were watching the trailers when they tell you to put your 3D glasses on. Yeah. That first trailer the, for Valerian.
2: Yeah, that shit was hard to follow.
1: Yeah, I was like, holy
2: shit! But that movie
1: looks fucking crazy. Yeah, that movie looks fucking crazy. Dude. I can't wait to see it. Um.
2: Yeah, anyway, what other good trailers did we
1: see? We uh, saw War for the Planet of the Apes looks yeah, that pretty looks good. Yeah, looks pretty crazy. Um, like a
2: Daddy's Home too. It looks funny. Oh my it. god, I can't wait to see that movie. It was Valerian and then there was that fucking I don't I don't know about that other one though, the, the with the cowboy and the the one where he went into that building and he followed the drawing. Oh it, like, the Dark Tower? Yeah, I don't I mean it looks alright. Yeah. I mean, some of those scenes were dope, like with the, with his gun and like how he was reloading his revolver and shit, but yeah. the rest of it just looked kinda of gay to me. But anyway, sorry, that's not what we're talking
1: about. What about what about what about Geostorm? Fuck
2: yeah, that movie looks crazy, dude. <laughs> That's probably my favorite trailer of all the movies there. Dude. Yeah, that, that movie's is... nuts. I can't believe I forgot about that crazy storm,
1: Geostorm. Shit, Such a weird
2: title. <laughs> I love it's, it. I think it's, it's supposed to be, like, because it's an entire planetary storm all at once. Oh, it's just cool. Uh, yeah, oh like... God, it, there's tornadoes like this. Yeah. It was brutal looking, dude. Shit was getting
1: fucked. Yeah, that movie looks cool. But anyway, so... One thing I really wanted to mention was, like... About Spider-Man fucking michael keaton dude he's a beast he was awesome in this movie yeah i haven't seen him in anything in so long and he was so
2: fucking cool he did do a good job in his role like he just plays i don't know he is a villain but at the same time he kind of they kind of made him that way like they took the work from his family and everybody else's families and kind of either i mean he didn't have the right to do what he did but you know what i mean dude oh man that would not have happened if they just let him do what he signed on with the state for. Tell me the twist, though, man. Did you see that shit coming when he was how he was her father? Yeah, no. Oh, I, well, I was like,
1: holy fuck! Like, I feel like I should have, but I did not even. I didn't see it coming at I was all. Talking about his family the entire time, and never even occurred to me. Like, they did a good enough job keeping. What the fuck was that bitch's name? Liz. Liz. Like, is that what it was? Yeah. Like, far enough from Peter. And, and keeping this, like, weird, like, oh, he has a crush on her and we don't know how she feels and, yeah. you know, thing going on. And then finally you get this big, like, homecoming moment and it's it, then it, it all happens so fast. and That scene was kind of funny, actually.
2: When she the, was taking their picture and he just, like...
1: Yeah, dude, he was, smi- he was like, fucking to force horrified assault. when he found that out.
2: And it's crazy to me that he picked up on that fact that Peter was Spider-Man. Because, I mean... I understand all those clues were there, but it's still a 14-year-old boy. Why would you jump to that? Yeah. But he did. I mean, I get, like, you know, all the, the whole DC thing. All the, I mean, the puzzle piece. When the puzzle's put together, the fucking picture is clear, so I guess. Right. That's just the way it's going to happen. And he's story. clearly not an idiot. No. Well, he didn't seem, though, like, when we listen, we just listened to that in the comics and shit, he is, like, he's an engineer himself. He's a genius level intellect, like. Right. You know, but it seemed like he wasn't really, he wasn't smart really at all. He was an owner of a construction site or whatever that fucking was. Like a company that was,
1: yeah, that got taken over by damage control.
2: And his brother or whatever that guy, his name was, was the fucking guy that did all the shit. Right. Dude, that, oh man, that
1: fucking weapon he used to kill that one Dude. I thought that was The
2: anti-gravity gun <laughs>
1: Dude that shit was brutal It was man. It
2: just disintegrated him
1: It was fucking crazy
2: You're a shocker now Yeah For some reason I was I was. I don't know why I thought Donald Glover Was going to be shocker For a second there I was like wait That would have been nuts Donald Glover's role In this movie Is uh, Pretty remember, mysterious I can't remember What his name was is that his name? Audrey, and something or something. I don't remember. It's like Andrew Davis. Andrew we gotta look up to see what the relevance of that
1: character is. Well yeah, we'll we'll look it up. Um But so the uh he his, his suit and all his combinations and stuff I mean broke the fucking training wheels protocol and the baby monitor protocol. Of course, he says. <laughs>
0: well
2: that shit was fucking nuts dude like like it was pretty much it was pretty much an Iron Man suit and I mean and I know that Spider Man uh, Iron Man has created a suit for him before. Do that? Oh man, the Iron Spider suit. That shit's crazy. That was beautiful. That 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 was the one at the end, yeah. Yeah. It didn't have the arms on it though, but I think they could pop out. Like.
1: Yeah, probably. It was right. fucking. We're four miles away, Teller.
2: Yeah. It was pretty looking though, for sure. Oh, it was gorgeous. I mean. See, but I don't... Not, I like the Iron Spider suits and all that, but I like Spider-Man's regular blue and red suit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be, like, a permanent
2: fixture, like... My three favorite suits are just it's probably a standard suit, you know. Uh, obviously, Black Spidey. How could he not like that? Right. And then fucking, uh... I like black and white Spider-Man suit. What do you think
1: about the Spider-Man suit from the game? That's cool. With, like, the white it's spider? Cool.
2: It's all right. That's interesting But I just like the game I, I don't give a shit If he's wearing a pink spider suit Man I just want to play That fucking game Yeah Shit looks amazing And then we got A couple of things That we've never seen before uh, Spider grenades Yeah that When he fucking threw it On that van And it splashed that guy Against the wall You can use those In that game speaking of Like they Oh like really They're in that trailer He's, he's throwing one At the, like a shipping container Right And the fucking guy Walks past it And just boom it's in it. But it, gra- it comes out And it grabs him And it pulls him back again the wall Right
1: we got that. We got uh, taser webs. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Uh, ricochet web. Yeah, and he had like he was like spitting like machine gun web type deal. Um, it was cool. A, yeah, there's a lot like, but I don't know. I I have to ask though. Like, how do you rank this movie? What do I give it? What, well, no. What do you What do you how do you pit it against the other movies that have been out? This is the sixth Spider-Man movie.
2: I don't know, man. My, I, even with this movie, man, my favorite Spider-Man movie so far has is still Amazing Spider-Man 2. That movie was too fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think this is the best Spider-Man movie. No, it's not the best Spider-Man movie, but it is the best Peter Parker. Oh, for sure. I think, because he was awkward. You know, he was the same level of awkward of Tony McGuire without being too nerdy-ish you know what I mean but he was still nerdy and awkward he just didn't look like a dweeb yeah for sure uh, I agree he with he wasn't that. like see but that's where Andrew Garfield got it wrong for me is that he was too suave and cool for Peter Parker like you know what I mean he would skate through the halls and fucking like wink at girls and shit like, that's not fucking Peter Parker no not at all so that was the only thing see
1: it's weird cause like if Andrew Garfield could have been in like the original Spider-Man trilogy minus Tobey Maguire like if you put Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in those movies it'd have been cool yeah,
2: I don't know man it's like he might it depends on nerdy he was he, I don't know I think I don't think that he was the right guy I don't think he did a bad job he's a good actor he just wasn't the right type of person for the role of Peter Parker in my opinion I agree
1: completely. Yeah, I. But Toby, I also didn't think Tobey Maguire did that great. He did better. He did. He still was still more close to being the nerdy, you know, fucking weird. One. He was definitely better than Garfield. But right. I loved Garfield as
2: Spider-Man. Oh fuck yeah! Well, I liked the CGI as Spider-Man. Ultimately, <coughs>
1: it wasn't really him
2: swinging around
1: like and fighting. Well, yeah, but he was awesome. Like, yeah, yeah I know.
2: Like his that Spidey suit was fucking dope. Fuck yeah! The way that and, and in that movie, the way that utilized the fucking. Uh, uh, spider Senses and that When they made it really uh, apparent on that scene When the uh, lightning was going up those stairs yeah, And he was fucking catching everybody's hands Pulling them off there, dude, That was awesome Yeah,
1: that shit was so cool
2: And then just that fight with Electro with the f- That shit's fucking crazy, dude, that movie was fucking nuts I can watch it again, I can watch it right now <laughs> I really Yeah, could. I don't know why people
1: hated it so much It's it one of the most badass. It's very revered, like nobody liked it I thought it was great I even thought Amazing Spider-Man 1 was awesome Oh, I loved it but I mean but this, this movie This movie yeah. was great too Like it had I definitely like it yeah. Better than Spider-Man 1 And Spider-Man 3 You know I mean Spider-Man 2 is awesome It's a great movie I like Spider-Man 1 I Yeah I love Spider-Man 1 as well But I liked the Homecoming better than Both Yeah 1 sure. and 3 I don't know if I liked it Better than 2 <laughs> Spider-Man versus Doc Ock Is a great fight Yeah that
2: whole movie Is awesome that's hard to say man I don't know I like I like Tom coming but I, I like I like this as Peter Parker and he's, and he's starting off a little younger so you know he'll just get better and stronger and he's got like a six movie deal
1: good and plus we saw that article about him being a greater part like the center of the Avengers later on and 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 shit like that which is it's cool it's really cool to know that that he'll be around for a while Peter I want to see uh, Mysterio in a movie. Well, yeah. It depends on where Marvel really lies with the Sony universe, the movies that are coming out. Carnage and, and Venom. And Carnage shit. and Venom and then they have Kraven the Hunter and Mysterio getting their own fucking movies. Why? Who the fuck knows? I don't
2: think that's necessary,
1: dude. It isn't necessary.
2: They're gonna overdo it God damn it It's the same thing the Same thing I say They're doing with Star Wars They're just gonna make All these fucking side movies Just because people it, just, It's just gonna ruin it It's money hungry It's
1: just weird Ugh. We're gonna have to watch them You know I mean they might be great
2: Like I'm sure that they might be great But it's just like It's unnecessary Like
1: It is unnecessary You, you can tell all the same stories I don't that, need a
2: Mysterio movie like, A Venom yeah. movie I can deal with You know because I'm sure there was a Venom story, comic book storyline, without Spider-Man in it. Maybe at some point. Right. Well, there's there's one currently happening, like the Venomverse. Yeah, and like, cause that's how you know that's how Carnage was created. It was fucking Venom went to jail? It Was in jail with fucking what's his name? Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. And like the Venom symbiote had a baby. Kind of. I guess that's the only way you can really say it. Uh, yeah, and attached himself to a crazy-ass fucking person. Yeah, man, it is fucking crazy. More powerful than Venom and Spider-Man put together physically. More physically strong than both of them put together.
1: That's insane. Yeah, that is. So, I mean, we'll we'll get that eventually, and and who knows? Maybe they'll scrap, maybe maybe it was just rumor, like the Craven the Hunter. and I hope so, man, because I don't think that's necessary at all. No, I, I know nothing about those two characters. I don't
2: even know what Mysterio does. It's hard to explain. I don't really know if I remember. I just remember him from the there was a game I played an old Spider-Man game, and he was one of the bad guys. he was just he just looked he was like a guy that had like an orb glass orb on his head with some light and some light inside of it. I wonder what he does. I wonder what his powers are. We'll have to look it up, but we'll talk about it on. the episode
1: but yeah I mean I, I don't have a whole lot to say about
2: because, because I don't have any negative it. really thing to say like, except for the things that I said Like the
1: you know this is just basically an immediate review and you know we'll do a whole whole fucking spoiler thing with all the you know the whole shbang like on our typical uh, information you know uh, the opening weekend and all that right. shit money numbers
2: I will say though, what I feared was pretty much. Close. They pretty much did show every fight scene or every awesome scene. Yes. On the trailer. Yeah, because I know uh, each scene was a little bit longer. Like the boat scene, we saw that a little bit longer. The first time, every time, every every fight scene that happened in this movie was seen on the trailer.
1: Yeah, they they f- fucked up the trailer. I think it may have been Sony's fault for the even trailers. The, yeah,
2: even the fucking just him getting hit with a bus. You know what I mean? Like, that whole fight with the shocker outside of the... Well,
1: yeah, and that and that was a big complaint from a lot of other people. Like, the, the, the trailers showed way too much information. Pretty much the whole entire movie played out in the trailer. Like, you got him in high school and, and getting bullied and then you got, you know, Ned seeing... Peter on the ceiling And then you got All that stuff Exactly the way It happened in the movie It happened in the
2: trailer Like Yeah So it was just too I don't know I think they, they overdid The trailers Cause like I said There was no special There was no f- Awesome extra Action scene really That we didn't see already Or didn't expect Right
1: And like I said to you earlier I'm You know I'll, I'll tell everybody here too That trailers are getting so fucking ridiculously impactful of information when when did they start teaser trailers and then three more trailers like before movies came out like, I don't
2: know that's like the that's like the fucking standard now yeah it's like a brand new thing I don't remember that ever being a thing well uh, movies weren't quite like this you know it was just you saw a trailer on TV and you said oh that movie looks good you went to the movies you saw a commercial like movie trailers are so easily accessible now people are just fucking blowing it up everywhere
1: yeah, so now you get... It's it's crazy. Like, so we're going to try to do I'm going, something... I'm ultimately
2: going to 80, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. We're going to try to do something completely new where... We make out on air. <laughs> no. We're going to... Aside from Justice League, because that's probably my mo- oh, our yeah. most anticipated...
2: Yeah, that's kind of some San Diego Comic-Con that trailer's being released. On. I ain't missing it
1: we're gonna we're gonna try our first trial with Thor Ragnarok no or, more trailers yeah no more trailers sticking with just the teaser that came out and that is it no TV spots
2: no clips completely blind almost yeah cause like that, that, that's the biggest thing that ruined uh, Resurrection of F for me for the rival of F or whatever fucking Dragon Ball Z like it showed Go- Go- Frieza's golden form in the trailer like the fuck? Yeah, like... Why did you, would you sh- not show me that shit? Why wait? Why show me that? But yeah. It's the fucking shining moment of that movie. Frieza has this new awesome form and he's super strong. But they showed it in the goddamn trailer, so I was like, well, fuck. I would have been, you know, I would have pissed my pants in the movie theater that if I, I would have been like, oh, holy fuck! But no, I was like, oh, here it comes. Here's the golden stuff. Right, and it... It's pissing me off.
1: Fuck trailers. As much as... It's the same thing with Justice League. Like, people out there, they're... There are plenty of them that are like... That straight up don't want to see Superman until Justice
2: League... Well, I'm fucking 100% fine with that.
1: ...comes out. You know what I mean? But he's, he's heavily rumored
2: to be appearing in the
1: next trailer.
2: Ugh. I hope it's not too much. I hope it's just a glimpse or a mention or
0: something.
1: You know what I mean? like, But I think that the studio is worried that everybody is so... Like they didn't see the dirt rising from the grave at the end of Batman v Superman and they think he's really dead and they have to market the movie because people aren't going to go see it because unless Superman left. is in a trailer or in the marketing. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a big money thing. It's fucking retarded. There are people out there uh, that are that
2: thick-headed or just... Yeah, and I, and I get I mean, it. So, a...
1: But it sucks because you can't put out like... What's it called when somebody wants something explained in layman's terms? Yeah, so you can't put a trailer out for the for the you, the fanboys and then put out the layman's trailer, right? For the general audience that is going to be like, oh, there's Superman. Like, I'm going to see this, right? Well,
2: that's something that, that those people exist, though.
1: Yeah. So, but the, so instead, they put out the layman's trailer anyway, without the one that we all want to see. Like, yeah. The properly done trailer with not the right marketing—I don't know. It, it's hard to say because
2: is he, it hard? It's hard to put in layman's terms.
1: <laughs> it just—I understand why they do it, but I don't agree with it. And that's just not—I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah, second and third that. But uh, we'll try it with Thor, see how it goes, and.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm, either way, I'm fucking satisfied with today. This movie was good.
1: Yeah, totally worth going out great. and watching. It was a great movie. I mean, it, like I said, it's a... It's good to have Marvel in... It's definitely or, the
2: top three best Spider-Man movies. Yeah, for sure. Because it's hard to... I still, will, I will always say Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best one I've seen. The best one I've ever seen. Yeah, for sure. In my opinion. But then, between Spider-Man 2 and this one, and Homecoming, it's hard to say. Because it's just different. But, oh yeah, well, I wanted to make a point. This this might not have been the best Spider-Man movie, but I truly believe it's it opened it's opening up the best Spider-Man franchise yet. Oh yeah. For damn sure. This might not be the single best movie, but it is it's going to be the best Spider-Man trilogy or you know, whatever you wanna call it. Right. It's gonna be the best set of Spider-Man movies,
1: I'm sure of it. It's going to fix the problems with the Spider-Man franchise as a whole that everybody else has already had. You know, it the, the, the has left a sour taste in everyone's mouths from the other ones. You know, whether
2: they liked Amazing Spider-Man 2 or not. Dude, if we, if we keep the fucking going, man. Spider-Man 2 was the best of the first three. Amazing Spider-Man 2 was the best of the two. Maybe Homecoming 2. Not Homecoming 2, but Spider-Man 2 will be the best fucking one ever. Right. I'm sure yeah. I think it's going to be, man. Because they... Oh, I bet. Uh, uh.
1: And it'll be... It'll be awesome. Uh, there was something I was going to say. No, I can't Sorry I cut you No, off. I can't remember what... What are you uh, talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Either way... Uh, totally worth it. Oh, yeah. I remember. Um, it's worth it just in general to, to go in that theater. And, I, dude, I was, I, al- I was almost super disappointed. And it's the first time I've seen a Marvel movie do this. Where you get... The uh I think what is it, like Columbia Pictures or whatever, that that lady standing with the thing, like uh, you get that fanfare at the beginning and then the movie starts and I was like, Oh man Did it not do the comic scroll thing? It, it no it did. But the movie started right after the Sony Pictures company thing came up and I was like huh This is what I was talking about, dude, twenty mile an hour down this fucking
2: mountain the entire way. Ugh, that's bullshit. I mean I, I mean they got it that's safety for them, but yeah. it sucks. But yeah, so the movie
1: starts right after the Sony fanfare. And then I was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And then it like plays for I don't know, 2 minutes. It's like a cold open. And then the Marvel what scrolling world thing world happens. World the very, the cold open of the movie when he punches that guy in the face.
2: Who? Adrian Toomes? Oh yeah, the whole the whole vulture thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, like when they when they introduce like what's happening in the overarching story, of The Vulture And then the Marvel Scrolling thing happens Which was strange It's the first time A Marvel movie's doing that hey, first in But side. it was so cool To see The Marvel thing happen And you get You get Doctor Strange In it You get Spider-Man in it And I was like Fuck yeah dude Like yeah. That's like Legitimate Live action Marvel Shit that they've Done in the last Like 17 fucking years I Like,
2: wait man Lit, lit. Oh, Infinity
1: Gauntlet's gonna be great. Yeah, dude. You or you know they sell they whatever. sell that comic book at Fye. Really, thirty dollars.
0: Wow.
1: Infinity Gauntlet. But I don't know. We've talked for a half an hour on this. It's another successful nerds in a car.
2: I mean, I say watch it. You know, that's all. I mean, I don't really have much else to say. Good movie. Yeah, it's a great and, start to a, hopefully a fucking nice and long. Spider-man fucking you know what I mean because I'm tired of fucking I'm tired of new spider-mans
1: right yeah it gets rebooted all the goddamn time but until next time listen to our full episode I don't know where this will be you may have already heard ninety percent of the episode so but all right until next nerds in a car. Ooh.